PSVR 2. And oh, did you? Yeah, we're live now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh. Uh, welcome <laughs> to Xbox Ultimate Podcast episode number 108. And uh, I want to say uh, thank you to everybody for being here in the chat. You guys all freaking rock, as always. Thanks um, also on Twitter to everybody who reached out and for the support. Uh, yes, today we did have a loss in, in the family of ours. We uh, lost our cat who I've had for almost 22 years. He's a 22 years old. I've had him almost 22 years. So it was kind of a tough day for us, but uh, the, I still wanted to have the show uh, for one reason. It's a good distraction and I like to just kind of, you know, go uh, have some fun talking about some games and stuff like that. And uh, with some of my best buds here and uh, say hello to everybody out there in the chat as well. You guys all rock again. Uh, so shout out to RSJ, Alvin, Talos, Ray, uh, Ghost Fixter, uh, Wilfrey Rosario. I appreciate each and every one of you guys uh, for hopping in here all the time. Uh, community support from this community is absolutely astounding always, and you guys never cease to surprise me. So appreciate you all. Uh, and speaking of some good news here, hey, we got somebody back. Uh, we've been missing this guy for a few weeks now, um, and he has weathered a, a storm. He's weathered a hurricane. Uh, he's been moving truckloads full of stuff for family members and uh he's been beat to hell and back but he is back with us now uh the mellow fellow from outer space welcome back psychonauts thank you thank you uh it's great to be back um fuck i don't want to move ever again so you know if anyone asks i am sorry but i will (laughs) not help you guys move i do apologize but yeah. on that, I've been playing some games here and there. Uh, I was actually able to play the beta of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 yeah. for a sh- brief stint. Uh, I did not reach level 30 uh, only because the my brother's little ones were crying anytime <laughs> I hopped on the Xbox. So I was very limited to my gameplay. But other than that, I had fun. I've been playing uh, that nine new kuni yeah fun game digging that a lot so i've been just vegging out in that because there's still no gas in florida apparently because that's one thing they forgot to do is get gas yeah or did everyone take it all oh yeah (laughs) everyone used it all up and then they forgot to you know like oh yeah there's a hurricane possibly coming, so we can't fill up. It's like, so now I'm stuck, stranded here. Yeah, that sucks. So, Did you have any good, yeah. bad flooding where you're at? Not where I'm at, thank goodness. Um, I did. We had some really high winds, some tree branches in you know, that came down the yard. Neighbor down the street, tree fell over, little stuff like that, but nothing uh drastic uh all the structural houses are still standing so you know good good on that oh and update my friends that are were in cape coral did finally reach out and they are fine uh they had to wait till they were able to charge up the phones and uh be able to put out messages saying hey we're cool yeah i hear the cell uh is uh Coverage has been spotty lately there as well. Yeah. Right now, so. Well, it's good to have you back, dude. Uh, we've been missing yeah. that psycho energy, um, that that random stuff that you bring every week. So <laughs> I'm glad you're here, man. I appreciate <laughs> you, dude. Um, 
We got the always fuzzy one himself, Fuzzy Belvedere. What's up, Fuzz? Hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> Glad to be here. Man, oh, man. Just this week in news has been uh, been out there <laughs> as far as people crying on Twitter. Yeah. Still at the president and CMA and whatnot and just a whole bunch of random stuff going on. And, you know, we got to pour out some some alcohol for, you know, Stadia, but we'll we'll get into all that, but. Man, just so glad to be here. Thanks, everybody in the chat. Let's do this. Yeah, dude. Uh, lots of crazy news and a lot of like random news that's not really news of people reposting old news, making new news out of old news, and then also uh, a bunch of weird takes on not news uh, to make news <laughs> as well. I don't really understand sometimes yeah. what goes on on Twitter um, and social media and what the gaming community circles around. Uh, but it seems like there's a lot of things that are a reach at times. Uh, but we'll, we can kind of go into some of that. Uh, we have the sweatiest uh, lore master there is. Uh, the the lore Jasper, lore master Jasper. What's up, dude? Uh, you you didn't post your Call of Duty stats on Twitter uh, because you're too damn modest. You don't think you're good enough or whatever. And I was like, dude. You're freaking ridiculous. <laughs> and I had to also post it for my own, uh, like. Yeah, you posted I, mine as the starting tweet so you can draw people in. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I posted it to have, I needed an excuse for why I didn't have as many kills on mine. And if people understand, well, Jasper's the one getting all the damn kills constantly the whole time we're playing, right? But you can see I was still mm-hmm. winning, you know, I was still winning, but it was your fault <laughs> for getting all the damn kills and I wasn't able to get any kills. So. I blame you. I blame Steel uh, uh, for uh, for being too damn good and put me in these sweaty ass lobbies. And uh, although you're still getting 50, 60 kills a damn match. Um, but yeah, dude, I-, I posted them for you just so everybody could see when we say that Jasper's got skills. I'm not lying. I know. I wish they would have showed the the KD on those stats because I'm pretty sure in the beta I was over 2.0 KD. So I was. I think I, this yeah. is like probably the best beta I've had. Best beta, yeah. You're gonna yeah. kill it when the game comes out for sure. Um, if you're one of the guys, I know you get like to like hang out a lot of times in my streams and and like to hang out and stuff like that. And I appreciate every single one of it. If you actually want to watch somebody who's good at the game on, a, on another level, uh, make sure you check out Jasper playing Call of Duty. Um, I, I anticipate there's gonna be lots of content coming up here, uh, with, yeah. with, when that game releases, right? I was gonna drop another like, like short thing, and then po- post one of the gameplays like this weekend or this week coming up. So, yeah, Chris says I, only over two point I was over nine point six. Katie, would you play like one match? Chris? <laughs> you get ten kills and then stop. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, it's that's crazy. That's like god level ten ten uh, KD, bro. Um, all right, so we got lots of stuff to talk about. I, I, one of the things I wanted to get into this week was. Uh, Xbox's holiday season coming up because you know it's it's that time now. It's like September is over after today, right? Uh, we have October and November and December coming up, and that's for you know platforms. That's usually the busiest time of the year, right? Uh, for big releases, all of the all the usually big releases launch in the in in those in those time periods. Maybe not as much this year. A lot of a lot of big releases are launching early 2023 because of all the delays. But wow, there's still so many things coming in October and November and December. So uh, that would be a good time to kind of look, look ahead and give the uh, Xbox fans out there a glimpse at what we have in store over the next couple months. Now, this isn't granted 
there's maybe some surprises coming our way as well. Games that are maybe about to be revealed that haven't been even revealed yet, which just sounds crazy, but rumors are that's going to happen. Um, and uh, other things. So want to start off with, let's see, let's go into October here and we'll kind of like get some highlights and uh, what you guys are excited for, for October coming up. Um, Overwatch 2 is releasing officially. That's a pretty big release to a lot of people. Uh, any yeah. any hype level around that here? Well, I'll play it for a day. We'll see how <laughs> if it lasts any longer yeah. than that. But <laughs> what about you, Fuzz? No, it's it's not on my my list yeah. just yet. I, I guess when they have more of the campaign aspect that they said they were going to do for mm-hmm. Overwatch Two, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm not much of an arena shooter type of person, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, this is like a, um, you know, it's kind of a sequel, but in some ways it's it's not. It's like a tra- it's a transition from Overwatch one to two being coming free to play. Most of the characters, I think, are are every character, every map is pretty much carried over. I think, right? Yeah. So there's sort of some like. new characters. Though. There's like three new heroes, maybe. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not sure on the details on it. You know. <laughs> Um, it doesn't feel as much of a sequel as it necessarily should be when they're adding the word two in there. It seems like more of an excuse to transition to the free-to-play model, right? Yeah. Um, this is a future Xbox franchise if, if this Activision Blizzard deal goes through. Uh, Psycho, is this, uh, is this on your radar for excitement? Uh, you going to play it? No. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> why why no, is there I'm such th- a lack of Overwatch excitement out there? It's like nobody's well, really talking about it. I played Overwatch uh, back when yeah. it first came out. And that was the extent. It was not really my cup of tea at all. Uh, the kids liked it a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I played it with them, but it was just, I don't know. It just, I did, I just didn't like it. And then when I played the beta, I was like, it's the same damn game, but we're a couple of new characters. I mean, some of the mechanics they changed, but it's, really i don't see i don't know what took them so long to get this out like really i i, I don't i don't get it because it, it there's like it almost looks like no effort was done to give us a new game you know that everything's reused characters everything i think they said that couple new animations but i'm like really it's that game came out you, well, back on, I think, 2017, 2016, I want to say. Like yeah. And they, like, did. Like, what have they been doing since? Like, they other put out, like, uh, one new character every, like, six months or something. <laughs> yeah. But I'm what saying, is, like, yeah. with Overwatch 2. Like, what have they, have they done with Overwatch the, 2? The beta was very popular, like, wasn't it? Uh, was it a lot popular in streams and stuff like that? Um, uh, I don't remember, to be honest. I yeah. just... Uh, kind of boring <laughs> i think i think yeah. i think it has a chance to take off and become a surprise you know what it's i mean a relaunch pretty much yeah like, so that's a good example of it a relaunch try and get that overwatch community reinvigorated in the brand again right um i'm gonna give it a go i liked the first game i didn't play a ton of it you know but i i did like it i thought it was fun so and an excuse for another game to dive into and check out and see what i like or don't like about it is there new maps like uh there's maybe like one or two there's not much but i mean there's probably new stuff that 
in Overwatch One that you haven't played because it's yeah. been out for five years or whatever. So Calorie said the beta had like 1.2 million people watching it on Twitch, which is nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, that's it, it's because uh, they were giving away fucking beta codes or whatever, so you could like win <laughs> right. a beta code. So everyone was wanting a code for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, the, but it's one of those games that um, if either you love it or you hate it, it's not one of those like yeah. I'll play it. Uh, that's I'm kind what of I'm is. I'm in between on it. Like I don't like love it and I don't hate it. I'm just kind of like, oh, that's a fun game. And when I played it, but like, I like the dwarf guy. Uh, uh, what's darn, darn, or whatever his name is. Like uh, <laughs> that has the uh, you know that has the turrets and stuff. Um, but they kind of changed his mechanics last time I tried diving in. And I was yeah, confused. They've reworked a lot of the characters over right. the years. So I, I think there's like a good reason to dive back in and check it out uh, when it launches. Uh, it could take it, off again, like that many people playing the beta, like Calorie said. Like, if this game takes off, this could be a huge successful franchise in the future for Xbox as well, right? Um, another free to play shooter out there that's gonna do numbers, right? I just got an email unless, today about it saying the pre download went live, so oh, right. I don't know unless, if that's only on PC or what, but that's all the email yeah, I'm, I'm saying that. unless they have all this content work they worked on it and they're waiting to release it so they have a steady flow of content coming yeah, so they can work on new content and so that that's what they could have done because i know they changed the loot there's no more loot boxes no um, it's like I think oh it's really they changed that okay yeah because in the eu it was uh considered gambling right jesper the pro- yeah the problem though with uh overwatch is you can't add too much stuff too quickly because it's also a major esport and players like compete for millions of dollars with that. And if you just drop fifteen new characters, the whole meta of that season is going to be like trying to be right. figured out mid season, and it's just people are going to be complaining. So, how long have the seasons traditionally lasted? Uh, Six months. I would. Months? I think it's probably like a whole year. I think they usually do like three months in like Australia, three months in Europe, three months in America, maybe. And then, like, they kind of come together the last three months of the year, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Something like, it's something like that, but yeah, I, maybe Psycho's onto something with season at like seasonality. I'll use that word that Halo uh, 343 made up, right? Um, try maybe they're going to have more frequent updates because of the free to play model as well, right? Um, more ways to make money, right? Uh, as always. So that's that's Overwatch 2. That is it, regardless of who's excited for it or not. It's a pretty damn big release, right? And the beta was supposedly crazy. I think, so. I think they've switched from 6v6 to 5v5 calorie, not 5v5 to 4v4. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, they did change the, it was, to 5v5, so it's more balanced, I guess. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, right on. Um, so then we it's got... All right. uh, then we got... Okay, let me go through. I'm trying to pick out some of the bigger releases um, on Xbox. Uh, one of these, which I know is coming to Xbox, it's some reason... Game Informer even neglects to mention the word Xbox sometimes when these games are <laughs> releasing. Asteragos, Curse of the Stars is releasing on Xbox, correct? What'd you say? Asteragos? Is that how you say it? Asteragos? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. It was a old... Oh, the Curse was, of the Stars. Yeah, it's an hmm. older game that's like coming back, right? Is that right, Fuzz? I believe so. Is it Astergo? Asteragos? Yeah, maybe. Is that how you say it? Abstergo from Assassin's Creed? No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) I've been seeing this on the Xbox dashboard. uh, And I remember like when this was news that it was coming back or something. Um, Mm. This franchise from like the 360 era or something. um, And people got pretty excited about it. 
Oh, this. Out. Okay. No, no, is it already out on out. Xbox? Uh, a Sturgos. Yeah, I maybe? see it now. A Sturgos? Yeah. Curse of the Stars. Yep. Yeah. It comes out uh, October 10th. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one that a lot of people were talking about. Um, I remember that like it wasn't too long ago. This was, there's there's some excitement about it from some some uh, people out there. It uh, not almost. Me, but. It almost looks like Phoenix and Mortal Rising, like the main mm-hmm. character. A little bit with the red red hair and the outfit. Maybe that's where they got their idea yeah. from. We got uh, FIFA launching this week. Um, yeah. We also have let's see what else is coming out. Uh, big games. Uh, WRC generations. There's there's a fan base for that, uh, for sure. Uh, Scorn. That's a big one. Okay, so Scorn is hitting on October fourteenth mm-hmm. on Series XS, uh, Xbox One, and PC. And uh, is that coming to PlayStation Day and Date or PlayStation later? I think oh, it's later. coming later. Right. It's think, not on I the game. They get the list. timed exclusive on Xbox. Yeah, because right. right now, yeah, it's only stated for PC and Xbox at the moment. Right. Okay. So that one. Oh, that's right. And that that is a Game Pass game day one. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah Scorn is one that a lot of people are excited about. This game uh, was originally revealed a couple of years back at one of the E3 showcases um, from Xbox, and it was like next gen gameplay revealed type event. Right. Everybody was like, "What the hell is that? It looks so gruesome and, and dark and gross, but in a good way." Um, <laughs> But yeah, Scorn's finally going to hit, and they just moved the the release date up. It was supposed to release on the 21st. They really moved yeah. it up to the 14th, uh, which was interesting. I remember Gotham Knights moved from the 28th to the 21st, or 25th to the 21st, and now Scorn's moving from the 21st to the 14th. So, uh, Scorn, guys, uh, horror fans, uh, Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. There's so oh, many freaking games in October, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is ridiculous. But yeah, I wa- I actually watched... Uh, uh, it's a YouTuber. His name is Hollow. And I watched... He had a tw- almost a 30-minute clip of the game. Like it, So it, it was a little bit of the prelude, the prelogue, and then it went into... Um, the prelude, sorry. And then into the, na- the, the game. And holy shit. It's just it's so freaking freaky and the atmosphere in it is just it's one of those games that it's kind of like alien isolation where there's no music. There's no nothing. It's just the ambient noise and everything just being squishy and sound when you walk over whatever. And then when you stick your hand into into a hole and, you know, and goo comes out, it's just it's so freaking weird. Uh, there is no tutorial. Uh, it is one of those games that you just dive in and just start playing. Um, he he did state that uh, at first it was like a uh, little bit of a curve trying to figure it out. But once you start getting an understanding of the, what you have to do, it's easier. It kind of just like falls into place and you know what you need to do. To the point, you know, because you kind of, uh, you, if you see the structure, you know what to do with this structure and so on and so forth. So it's, it's really interesting, uh, watching like the first 30 minutes, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, lights out, headphones on, blasting, you know, just playing that. That's going to be some really good, really good Halloween vibes going on. 
Yeah. What about you, Fuzz? Uh, Scorn, you, like day one on that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's that, that level of weirdness and, and creepiness that I can definitely, you know, you know, play around with type of deal. But the, the I guess there was like the bullet teeth and just the weird looking creatures that you're going to encounter and all these different like access type panels where it's almost like you have to stab your hand or like like uh psychonauts was saying stick your hand in holes and things like that and watch like goos out type of deal it, it just looks like it's going to be like that that weird kind of fun type of game but um yeah I'm, I'm glad they kind of moved it up so at least it gives you a little bit more time to kind of fit in gameplay of that then you know switch over to what do you call them um uh i forget the other game the uh plague's tale requiem and then like a couple of days after that you got gotham Knights. so it's like that whole week or mm-hmm. around that time frame is just going to be stacked but i'm, yeah, I'm glad got- they at least gave it a couple of days that you can at least try it out see if you like it see if it's a little too strange or if it's just the right kind of strange yeah man you got on the same day you got 2k23 coming out Oh, yeah, P- that uh, PGA 2K, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ghostbusters and well, and and, each, and NHL 23 also. So there's two sports games. Yeah. So yeah, NHL is uh, <laughs> coming out that day, which is a really good. I mean, it's really popular, especially Ball. in Canada and parts of Europe. But like that's a in the U.S. Even that's a really popular sports game. NHL, I uh, actually that used one to be of the one best. of the better sports games. It, it was like yeah. I got it hooked on the NHL. For years actually playing the EA Sports Holy Hockey shit. League. Um, so that the PGA game and there's another Nickelodeon Kart Racers game coming that same day. Prodigy, Star Trek Prodigy. Yeah. Uh, Dragon there's Ball two. the Breakers, a Dragon Ball game comes out that day too. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. That's uh kind of like do, uh Dead Survival. by Daylight or whatever. Yeah. yeah a so Dragon you have a, Ball like, game that's like Dead by Daylight. Yeah. What? So you have one of those <laughs> yeah. like uh I think it's like it's like the green. I don't. I haven't watched Dragon Ball years. It's the Cell. green cell. Yeah, it's cell. He flies okay. around and tries to kill you. And like, if he kills one civilian, <laughs> he levels up to the next form or whatever. Okay. So you're like civilians running around like a city, trying to like escape and like rocket ships and shit. And yeah, if he kills in, you, he levels up and becomes yeah, more powerful. Because in the commercial, it shows Oolong because he tra- he because he can do that transformation into like items. So he transformed into I think into a stool. And then you play as you could play as Oolong or just some civilian. It's it's kind of weird how they 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 this game is. I'm like, oh, so you're not playing as them either a villain or a hero. You're playing as civilians surviving. What's going on? It's a different take. They had but, a, a beta up. I don't know if it still is on Xbox like last week. So wow. yeah, um, I definitely have to check it out. But what about you on Scorn Jasper? Is that something up your alley? Or are you going to play it for the humans uh, maybe? I it may be like a little slow because the, yeah they've kind of walked down the whole combat thing on it. It's so a it's slow like, burn not, game. Yeah, you know? so that's where I'm like kind of iffy on. It's like, is it going to be slow, slow? That I'm just like walking and like nothing's happening for like it's ten minutes. Definitely <laughs> a survival horror. This is not a shooter, right? You know, you have guns, but they've come out many times and said, "Don't expect this to be like a Doom." Right? This is yeah. like this is a slow methodical survival horror that's supposed to give you that tension feeling that constant thing maybe a little bit of claustrophobia and stuff like that not knowing what's going to happen and just constantly 
uneasy see, feeling. See, a lot of that right? doesn't even work on me because I'm just like I play it and it's like it's a game, bro. Like nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's see, like... I so these games that does that stuff does work on me though. Like I, I do get that like uneasy feeling, and a lot of times that kind of turns me off from the game, right? To make me not come back. But there's a huge like um, audience for this this type of game. And as it being in Game Pass with especially around the, this time of year, um, I think it's going to get a good chance from a lot of people. We'll see how it reviews and stuff. This is a, from a, I think a smaller team, right? Um, one of their either either the first or one of their first big games, right? So uh, we'll see how it does. It's been in, uh, cooking for a while now. Um, but uh, I mean, who does who doesn't love a biomechanical game? I mean, atmosphere. I mean, it's H.R. Geiger all over the feeling. So it's like the, that those fans alone are flocking to this game oh, just because sure. of the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah it's going to have a huge audience and people willing to check it out because of that, right? Regardless. Uh, then we got another big one, like four days after Scorn. Another Game Pass Day 1 game, Plague Tale Requiem on the 18th. A sequel to a a uh, very uh, popular game, one that reviewed very well, one that is a uh, has a very uh, dedicated like fan audience of now. This is an Asobo original creation, um, and a lot of people have been waiting for this game for a long time. So, uh, Plague Tale Requiem coming on the 18th. It is coming to all platforms, but it is Game Pass Day One. Uh, this franchise kind of feels like it's associated with Xbox because of the first Plague Tale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely th- feel like there's more of that thinking and marketing behind it with when it comes to Xbox, obviously, right? So uh, this is a pretty big release. Uh, so and within four days, we get two big Game Pass releases, Scorn and Plague Tale Requiem. Plague Tale is uh, kind of the same for me where it's just like you kind of walk around a lot. And it's more, really it's like a much. stealth, yeah. It's a stealth yeah. game, right? So you it's that speak. same kind of thing where it's like slow and like you do mm-hmm. puzzles and shit. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> this one is more like is a third person th- game, though, which is interesting. Like a third person story based, you know, and it has a, a very unique, different kind of story and a lot of stealth mechanics. So, stealth genre is kind of missing out there for a lot of uh, a lot of gamers. And this is something to dive into, but it has a completely different twist on the genre, right? Um, yeah. I, I know you're a big fan of this franchise psycho yeah i played the first one i was so close to beating the first game uh while i was in game pass and then fucking a lot of things happened but i yeah <laughs> i am psyched for this uh i can't wait because this i mean we saw how the when the the first uh plague sale got the uh series x optimization update and it looked gorgeous now this has been fully utilizing the hardware of of Xbox, and we're about to see some next level stuff here. Uh, yes, it is slow, like Jasper said, but it's if you're a fan of uh, definitely of a um, stealth and kind of like puzzle type genre this this is uh the, it's right up your alley and what was it now it's now they can render three hundred thousand rats on the screen at once instead of the three thousand it was Eight or three hundred yeah something like that yeah so that's just it's just insane it's they i think they kind of push it 
uh, at one point where they show the insane amount of rats that can be generated yeah. in the map. And I think it's going to look really beautiful. Um, it's something, you know, if some, if you're only into aesthetic pleasing video games, this is up your alley. Uh, and that's, I mean, there's nothing more you could say. It's, it's one of the gorgeous. This, this could games. be a critical darling as well. I think is, you know what I mean? For the, like the critics out there, the journalists and stuff and something that could mm-hmm. potentially win some awards, right? Uh, oh, yeah. in different, uh, for different genres and stuff like that. Fuzzy, did you play the first Plague Tale? I only played like about, I would say maybe six or seven hours into it. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of early on and it was, it was pretty good from what I played through, but then I forget what game came out afterwards that I hopped over to, and I've been meaning to go back before uh, it left uh game pass and stuff. So I could be ready for when part two comes out. But the, the bit that I played as far as the stealth mechanics and things like that were pretty good. Um, it's not my normal go-to type of game, but overall, like like uh, Psychonauts was saying, the visuals on that thing, they once they did that that Series X update, it, it's it, it may not be as like true to life as like well, it, it's a totally different genre. But like a Sobo working on like flight sim, I'm like used to like sometimes you take a picture and it's like oh, it looks like you're actually looking at the plane of, or, or window of a plane. No, but mm-hmm. uh, they they definitely knocked out the details as far as like the the grass, the uh, the woods, the just all the like the the flame and and lighting and fire and stuff like that. All of that stuff was was top notch on that thing. So I I'm definitely going to wind up giving it a try when when it comes out. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't finish the first one. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. What about you, Jasper? You're, the same thing you said, kind of too slow. For yeah, you. it's slow. Yeah. You just like to run a gun, bro. I get it. I get <laughs> it, man. I get it. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't play through it for the achievements, though, and beat it faster than anybody else does. We'll see. If it's like a twenty hour game for completion, I won't play it. But if yeah. it's like five hours, I'll play it. Yeah, I really, I really like <laughs> no, the first it's, one. It's, it's a long one. Yeah, I know. It's really long. The first one had seventeen missions. Mm-hmm. And man, it's. I, I was streaming the first one. I, I remember thinking I was almost done, and the guy were like, "No, you got like ten more missions left, bro," or something. I'm like, "Oh my god, you know, it's crazy." <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I was like uh, really enjoying it. It was really impressive uh, that game, and I feel like Asobo is like keeps doing more and more badass stuff, right? They Asobo, for those that don't know, they make also they also make flight sim, right? Mm-hmm. So they make all these different kinds of games and different genres, and this is like their story based game like their creation here right so that uh, they're going to put their all into this and uh, a talented studio that's going to i think they're going to try and show off with this game so i i think it has a really good chance to be a smash hit um but guys also in the 18th we got something that i feel like is pretty damn cool ghostbusters spirits unleashed it's a co-op uh based ghostbusters game uh mm-hmm. have, have y'all seen any trailers for this one yeah. Uh yeah. Is it do you get to I don't remember if you get to play as the you ghost. You get to play though, as a ghost. Yeah. It's like four V one type situation, I believe. If I'm so correct. Kind of like evolve, <laughs> but like you I was the just whatever. about to say that. <laughs> I think it could it's like possibly Luigi Mansion. Or it may just be an option to be able to have a, a player a player ghost. I'm not hundred percent sure how yeah, the mechanics could, work. I, I was thinking for some reason it was kinda like a prop hunt. Like the ghost like took over objects and like you had to be like the Ghostbusters to like try to figure out the ghost or whatever you know 
Mm-hmm. Oh right, but I could be yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe that's another game or something. But yeah, like you'd be a slimer and you go inside yeah. of like a book or something like yeah. that on a shelf, right? And then you get to pop out and slime somebody. Sounds like a good time <laughs> to me. Um, Ghostbusters, the last good big Ghostbusters game, I believe, was like on the was it on the three sixty? There was a four the player twin stick. No, there was a <laughs> actual like full fledged Ghostbusters game that was pretty damn good. Um. I can't remember if it was early Xbox One generation or if it was on 360. In the chat, let me know. But it's a, it's a franchise that I feel like is uh, never going to die. Ghostbusters always has a chance to come back in a big way. Um, I'm looking forward to trying <laughs> it out. I love co-op shooters. <laughs> or and not really shooters, co-op, stream, co-op streams? Streamers? Not, it's not a shooter. Yeah, you can't cross don't, your streams, don't, though. Don't cross the streams, exactly. <laughs> what, if we, what if we have to cross the streams to, to take off the uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Just the tips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. So we got uh, we got the, the that game. Um, then <laughs> that game. <laughs> <laughs> them's fighting herds. I'm not really sure what that is. That's also on the 18th. What? The, no, the, I think that's the 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 My Little Pony Fighter thing. What? Yeah. It, it it was what people were making fun of as far as like you know oh, people call Sony yeah, ponies. It is, but it was like a fighting game. I, I kind of I'm Little looking Pony forward to that one too, just for for some laughs, know, laughs okay. kind of thing. Yeah, this is a My Little Pony inspired fighter. Them's fighting yeah. herds, so it's like deers <laughs> fighting. I thought you were doing like stupid country accent. I think <laughs> them's fighting <laughs> them herds. Fight herd. Not them fighting words that come come get there. Mechanically, no. if it's good, I don't care. It'd be, it'd be pretty. It could be fun to check out. You gonna throw a cow pie at me, partner? <laughs> Maybe that's a move, right? <laughs> uh, there's another game uh, called Batora Lost Haven that it has. Uh, I know it's, it's like a more of an indie game, but uh, a lot of people are excited about that one. That's coming on the twentieth. Um, jeez, oh, what's Norco? Anybody heard of Norco? Um, yeah, I don't know what this game is, I'm but not sure on that one. Yeah, there's what something Norco. Norco. Yeah, Norco. Don't know what that is. Second Extinction is getting its full release on the 20th as well. Um, nice. Don't know what they've added since mm. the preview release, but when the preview release came out, I was really into that game for a little while. Um, yeah, we were for a while. Uh, I really liked it. I need to go back to it. Last time I went back to it, there wasn't as much added as I would had hoped, so I just like turned it back off. But Maybe with the 1.0 type release, maybe it'll be uh, quite a bit of content there. Um, ooh, and here we go on the 21st, guys. We were talking about yep. this a minute ago. The 21st. The Borderlands. No, that's not, <laughs> that's not what I'm going to get into. Not, not at least yet, anyway. We, we Persona 5. Well, but we'll get to that one, too. <laughs> oh, God! But the 21st, the 21st is a holy shit day as far as right. games. Like October twenty first, mark this on your calendars. If you enjoy video games, October twenty first has got something for everybody, right? Um, Gotham Knights. That's my most anticipated game of the year right now. Still, even even over Call of Duty, I just like have been craving an Arkham game for a long time. This is co op Arkham style multiplayer gameplay. I'm all in on this game. I know some people are a little down. Servers on it. aren't going to work. Don't say that. Well, why? Because, <laughs> why? Because it's gonna it's gonna sell too much, and too many people are gonna play it. Is that why? Because no, it's, it's, it's WB. Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> One issue with Sorry, the game no. is is streaming it because like WB is just so like freaking brutal. They don't have the, enough money to 
turn on servers. <laughs> we'll see. I think, man, the one thing that they have that's profitable is their gaming division right now. So, um, yeah. if you get into their subscription service, you can rent out servers for the low, low, low price of ninety nine ninety nine. And their servers better freaking work for this game. There, there's a lot of cool <laughs> stuff they're doing with the co-op on this. You're talking about like you, uh, your partner can go anywhere in the map mm-hmm. anytime they want. Uh, you have like the leveling goes based on your player and your character, right? Who you're fighting against. You know, they got so you can be taken on a mission on your own, come back and help the other player, and you can kind of just both be your own vigilantes in the same world. It just sounds perfect. You go back to the base and, and during the daytime, and then when you go back out, it becomes nighttime, and you have new missions and everything, and you kind of decide when you're ready to go back. Um, it just sounds like an Arkham playground with a friend, right? Like that's And you can be the awesome. same character too, right? Yeah, you can be the same character, so... You can, but you can also each of your characters can be play completely different because there's skill trees and stuff like that, right? So, yeah. uh, one thing they explained with Redfall as well, when that comes out, like even though two player people can have the same character, they're not going to play necessarily the same way, right? Yeah. So uh, I'm pumped for Gotham Knights, everybody. The 21st is going to be holy shit. Um, is is Gotham Knights on anybody else's number one here? No, there's like one game that's no. my number one this month, but it's okay. Not Gotham Knights. What? what is <laughs> I'm excited for it, but it's just the okay. seventy dollars price tag on Gotham Knights is kind of like souring me already from it. You know? Yeah, that does. That's, yeah, it's a hard pill to swallow I, for any game. I agree. I gotta, yeah, I gotta pick between Call of Duty or Gotham Knights for seventy bucks. I'm kind of going with Call of Duty right now. Okay, fair enough. I, I I'm just that. waiting for this to drop in the Game Pass. Yeah. You know, you know it's coming. So, what about you, Fuzz? I'm I'm definitely getting uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> no, sorry, man. Okay. We're sorry. No, I'm, I'm definitely getting myself. Call of Duty, but I'm I'm probably going to wind up getting this as well. I'm just not sure which character I'm going to play as, whether yeah. it be Robin or or uh, Dark Knight or or whatnot. But um, yeah, I, I'm probably picking this up. I the seventy dollars was kind of one of those things where I was like, do I want to wait for it right. to go on sale or? I, I think it's. I'm just gonna bite the bullet and and pick it up day one. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna end up doing. Get a week to get get a week to play something before Call of Duty comes out. And right. Yeah. Well, here here we go. Like, let me let me ask you guys this because, like, I put the speculation out there yesterday on PM and the PM, and I've put it out there in the past, right? But just being that we just had an announcement that Scorn moved up a week, right? That Scorn moved up a week. Also, there was another game that was supposed to launch on this day that moved within a week of this day, at least, that moved back into December, right? So this this day used to be even more crowded than it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and beforehand, I was looking at this list, and I was being like, okay, what I had originally thought of was a possibility that maybe they would have made this happen is no longer going to happen. But now, because stuff keeps moving out, maybe it's making me think that maybe there's a possibility again. What if Xbox dropped the bag to WB and got Gotham Knights, which is a multiplayer game, in Game Pass day one? I just don't think that's happened. I think I they don't probably think it just, is either. But what if? I mean, it would be great w. if it did, but it's. I just don't think it is. I'm, 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 I'm thinking there's a thirty percent chance right now. 
we don't really see too many WB games go to Game Pass, though. Like, the only ones I can think of is... But... uh, Hold on, Jasper. But this is the new WB Discovery now. They are strapped for cash, right? They are uh, maybe not... They're looking for safe bets, right? Uh, Insurance money here while they're going through all the transitions, (laughs) right? And uh, maybe it's possible that this WB would have taken a upfront money for a game but like it's this. also the same wb that has not had as much development time in this game so either way it's profit for them well yeah maybe but <laughs> like when the, their whole situation right now they keep like gaming division is profitable for them so they're like looking at at that as like an asset right now right but still as a company they're like they're just like melting Right. I mean, I don't really <laughs> know how to describe it. Like, uh, other than that, like every other part of them. So, if you have like, okay, well, here's an injection of millions of dollars that you could maybe use to help offset things. Like, maybe they would consider it, and maybe it could also be best for the game. Right. I think it would be definitely better for the game because a lot of the kind of word around it's been negative ever since they've kind of shown it off. So right. I think Game Pass is a, definitely a good move to kind of turn that into a positive side of thing, but I just don't mm-hmm. think them, I just don't think WB's yeah. plays that way. Are you psycho? You think there's a chance? You think there's a chance? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I think there is a chance. Uh, I can, we, we can't say no only to the fact of look at, look at Outriders literally what a uh, week or two before it was going to be launched. And it's like, oh yeah, it's coming to Game Pass. Right. That's another thing. Like, if they were to do a deal like this, it wouldn't have been announced yet. It would be announced about two to three weeks before launch, which would mean possibly this coming week it would be announced, right? And the other aspect of that is there's multiple reasons why I would think it would make sense. It's not just because I want it. Obviously, if it doesn't happen, I'm still getting it anyway. Like, it's just not saying every (laughs) game needs to be in Game Pass. But my my thinking from this was, and I talked about this like almost a year ago. Right. Like this game specifically would make a lot of sense. Right. And it's even made more sense over time because there's been some negativity about it, like in the in the community and overall, it doesn't have as much hype as it should. Right. I I believe because I think a lot of the negativity is kind of not really. um, I don't think it holds a lot of water what some of the complaints are like. uh, I don't know if. I don't really understand what a lot of complaints about the animations and stuff are. I get that it's not like the most next level looking thing, but it, for me, it was always going to be a multiplayer Arkham type game. And this game looks like it has Arkham combat and, and those kind of mechanics and stuff like that. So, uh, but because that perception is out there, maybe they have like a low, lower pre-order numbers and they want it, or maybe they have like a, um, uh, they're tracking the social media presence and all these different things. Like, okay, well, it's not as much hype as we wanted. Right. So there's that one aspect that could be in Xbox's favor here. The other aspect is Xbox has been told by several fans for a long time we want a, a superhero game on Xbox that's like like kind of Xbox first party, right? Now, this would not make that first party, but putting a game in Game Pass Day 1 kind of gives that feeling uh, for Xbox fans a lot of times and, and it creates that hype and that marketing around it and that buzz, and it kind of associates it with Xbox. So that would be a win there. Um, thirdly, it's a multiplayer focused game, which we know that Xbox loves to do that. And also makes more sense for the publishers when they turn around and do multiplayer focused things in game pass. Hence the comments made from the Wolong, uh, 
developers about that game going into Game Pass and how it's going to help that as well. Um, so there's several different things. The only thing that had removed me from that was the crowded release date. Now that things have moved off, now it's still a crazy date, but not as crazy for Game Pass. Well, as it was, if you notice right? the games that have moved off, it's a lot smaller games though. So I think th- th- those Scorn. games are moving off just to try to get as much out of it as they can. Like High on Life moved to December. They said they needed animation work. So they, I mean, they might, but I think they're just trying to clear the way so they can get some more sales towards themselves. And same for Scorn. I don't right. know if it's necessarily just so for this they need to for move. this day right now. <laughs> there's only. Um, well, Scorn is on the 14th, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the only other one that's a Game Pass game, I believe, is Persona. There's, there's Plague's Tale on there. Yeah, on the 18th. So yeah. That's on the 18th, not at the yeah. 20th. That's the 21st, right? Yeah. So I would just say, okay, you, you move this. Maybe Scorn moved for a reason, right? Maybe it could have been a Game Pass, like, thing where they're trying to separate the games out in October a little bit, right? On the release schedule for Game Pass, right? But see, at the same time, like, we always, we see these Game Pass drops where, like, you get, like, seven games on one day. So it's... Yeah, I I, I get you. But it's still not the same day, which would be even worse, right? Like, I'm just holding, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, maybe there's a chance. I'm not saying this is likely. I'm not saying it's, like, gonna happen. Nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, this has been in my mind about something I, I would hope that Xbox would have targeted for this kind of deal, because, and especially in a year where you had so few big-time first-party releases, I would think maybe doing a deal for one big-time third-party game, especially a holiday game, would make a lot of sense, right? And maybe that could have maybe been willing to drop more money than usual or something like that. Um but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I just, I just don't think WB plays that way. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe they, may, they do put games in Game Pass, but usually later, right? Yeah. So there's always a first. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I hope you're my right. Fingers, because I not because of for me and my seventy dollars. Well, that's part of it, but also because of I think it'd be best for the game. Period. Yeah. Right. I think, think of it, it this way: yeah. if they do put it in Game Pass, that kind of negates that seventy dollars price hike. So exactly. with the discount, it kind of knocks it back to what a normal price yes. would be, and I'd be fine with that. And is this game gonna really do do amazing on, on PlayStation? I doubt What's it. I mean, I think most of the criticism is because they're comparing the combat to Spider-Man, which is another one that uses kind of that Arkham dance type of stuff, yeah, which Arkham invented. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it doesn't look as fluid in in you know some people's eyes. And it, it, to me, the combat looked fine. Um, but it looked like Arkham combat to me. Like yeah. I wasn't expecting anything different. You know, I expect maybe but different. I think a lot of people the, are looking for that slow down every now and then, nice. like at the end of the the Steve. combat, so that way you have that Spider Man effect or that mm-hmm. almost theatrical or movie effect type of thing. But right. My issue was at first I was like it didn't have that. Yeah, uh, WB's ping, doing that stupid fucking thing. Okay, ping ping pong Batman uh, movement that you know that from God. Uh, See, that's Arkham. what I saw that everybody was complaining about though the magnetism, and, right? The slide mechanic. Yeah, and like that's like I that's why I think it looked weird because it doesn't do that. So people because they're used to Batman. They're used to seeing that what? animation. 
<laughs> but that's what I think. So what you're saying, though, Psycho, like for me, like I maybe that's not what you saw. Right. And and I get that. But like for me, that's what I saw people complaining about was that so that was that magnet ping pong type mechanic where we slide like, halfway across where, the road. Where it was you in like, the face, yeah, where it was like back. it was just sliding. Yeah. You know, instead of like it, which is a classic Arkham thing. And I feel like people were expecting it to be different than that. But it's still traditionally the same mechanics. Uh, but then also, like, the other thing that kind of stood out was the player that was playing kind of sucked, right? <laughs> and was missing, like, all the uh, uh, combos, um, counters, and, and, counters stuff, yeah. and everything, <laughs> right? That uh, that crates help that yeah. medley that Markham needs, right? Um, so maybe that's where you're seeing that, you know, they missed some of that, right? Because they missed a lot of those combos and stuff. It's, but, it's also 60 on PC. I just looked it up. WB yeah, does that seven. thing where they do 60 on PC and 70 on console. So stupid, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's always been like that. Con- yeah. PC is always uh, one price and consoles $10 more or 20 depending uh, if you're, you know, Skyrim for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pumped for this, man. It's like my day. Yeah. It's my number one most anticipated game all year. I uh, well after Starfield and Red and it was delayed, <laughs> right? Um, now ever since that was delayed, it's my number one most anticipated game. Um, and I'm freaking just like pumped for it, dude. I think we're gonna have a blast. Um, I know me and Kate will, you know, she can pick uh, Batgirl, and well, that's who I'm picking is Batgirl. Yeah, I'm gonna take Robin. <laughs> I know it's not yeah. the most popular choice, but I'm gonna go with Robin. I like yeah, I'm, night- I'm definitely gonna be Nightwing. Right on. And because I just can't do Red Hood. Yeah, you don't like the slow pistol uh, movements. I don't like the rubber bullets. Give me real bullets. Let me kill people. <laughs> where's, where's this Mister Nice Guy shit? He was Damien wasn't nice. You who, who would you pick for us? It would either be um, uh, Red Hood or uh, Nightwing. One right of the on. two. Sweet. Well. Gotham Knights, twenty first. Um, then we got the one Jasper is really pumped for is New Tales from the Borderlands. Is that the one, Jasper? Uh, no, no, it's a little okay. later this month. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant on the twenty first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, are do you like the Tales from Borderlands? Games? Uh, that was one of the only Tales Tale games that I played was the Borderlands one. So I'm. There's part of me that's interested in this, but again, at the same time, it's it's a Telltale game, and mm-hmm. I just can't stand those. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. What's Maybe cr- if if there's nothing out, but uh, there's a lot out, so I'm probably skipping. What's crazy is we're still only in October, and there's still lots to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Psycho, uh, Tales from Borderlands. Um, tale. I played. I did. did I've only played a little bit of the first one, so um, I did not like because this one was Tales of the Borderlands. Was that the Tall Tales? Yeah, like, it's a Telltale series, like The Walking Dead. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. I like Travelers The Walking Tales, Dead. Travers I Tales, like yeah. Batman. I like Traveler's no, no, Tales. Lego games. Yeah, Telltale's. Sorry, yeah, so Telltale and Traveler's. <laughs> I always get those two mixed up. Yeah, so I liked I like the Batman series. I like the Walking Dead series, but. Uh, I did not get into the uh, Borderlands version of this, and uh, and I love Borderlands. I played the hell out of all of them, beat them all, but I just I 
Yeah, they killed one of the best characters in that Telltale game. Yeah, I just I never got into it, so I'm like, yeah, probably not gonna get into it either. Yeah. So I'm uh, passing on that one. Okay, right on. Um, I only played the only Telltale game I played uh, was Walking Dead. I think I played like the first two iterations of that. Really, we really liked it. it. Actually, got us into the show. Um. But I haven't played any of the Borderlands. I haven't played the uh, Wolf. Was it Wolf Among Us? Yep. Um, and some of the other ones. There's a. Isn't there a Batman one? There's Batman, Game of Thrones, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They're they're solid time. games. I just like for some reason I know it's like gonna be a long episodic process to get through them, and like I just haven't really gotten back into Batman's it. cool. Batman is right on. Um, I heard the Wolf Among Us is fantastic. Uh, so I kind of want to check that out. But guys, we got more. Um, holy crap. Again, on the 21st, Persona 5 Royale. Hmm. Finally. <laughs> yes. Coming to Xbox. Persona. At big Atlas game. Persona makes its way to Xbox on Game Pass, no less, as well. Um, so That's a huge win. Yeah. I, I know you're going to play the shit out of this, Psycho. I've never played any Persona games because I have not had a PS2 or PS3 to play these. So this would be my first Persona game. But uh, I'm definitely going to play the fuck out of it, like you said, Mev. It's one of those games. It's it's just... Uh, I like JRPGs. I like all... I like all Japanese games. It's weird. I like the more weird and funky. I love it. Yeah. I, I know think Pong like would be right there with me. Yeah. Pong is definitely amped for this. He's been waiting for this to come to Xbox for a long time. I played it on, I bought this game twice already. I played bought the original version on PS4. And when they re-released it with the Royale version, I bought that a Royal Royale, whatever. I don't, I don't know how they say it, but the, um, I bought that and I've gotten like deep far into it both times and, and haven't finished it. Uh, but I wanted to, I was like, okay, I need to finish this game, right? And so on PS4 Pro, I did the Royale one, and I, and I bought that because it had all the extra content. I was like, if I'm going to beat the game and play the game, I want all the extra stuff, right? And they did the shitty thing of not just adding, letting you do an add-on. It was a whole new version of the game. Uh, but I did never end up finishing it because I think something else came out and it just grabbed my attention and I was hooked. Uh, but now it's coming to Game Pass, so I have a chance to play it again. Um, and relive the story, uh, which is really good, uh, up until where I've gotten to. Like, the story has been fantastic so far. Um, Fuzz, are you a Persona guy? Did you like it? On play- you used to play PlayStation a lot. Is that one of your favorite uh, series? I, I had it's funny when I was on PlayStation primarily, I, I hadn't played it, but it was one of those I was kind of considering picking up, and then when. And it switched mainly to Xbox. I was like, you know what? Since I'm buying most of my multiplats on Xbox, I'll kind of just wait for it to come over here to Xbox, which I know probably sounds weird, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking to give it a try. Like Atlas Games, um, it, it, it's something that, that I've been wanting to hop into for a while. Like I'm I'm a big fan of, you know, other Sega titles like the like the Yakuza series and stuff. I've played on both Xbox and PlayStation, but Persona is one of those that at the time I was like, eh, I'll, I'll eventually get into it, but definitely want to give it a try here when it comes out in Game Pass and 
more than likely, I'm kind of hoping that we get more uh, personas. You know, like I guess what is it? Uh, we gold. get three and four, whatever next year, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, we're getting three yeah. and four, but I think uh, the next one is going to be was it gold or something? I think for one of them that uh, hopefully that's like their next release type of deal. Hopefully we get that on Xbox as well. But I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this uh, Persona Five coming to um, Game Pass. Definitely want to try it. Yeah. It's turn based, Jasper. I've been out of this series since forever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've just I have no interest. It's a really I got cool a, game. It's hey, I got stuff. a friend that's always like, "Oh, you gotta play Persona, bro. You gotta play." I'm like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's great. He goes crazy that fucking game, but it's just like it's got its own personality, like Persona yeah. does. You know, it's got like the music from the way the characters talk and act, and. Uh, the style of the combat uh, with the turn-based, you know, they got a different quirk. And maybe know, if it wasn't 150 hours to <laughs> finish, I would play it. But the only issue that I was <laughs> usually have with the Persona games is like there's a lot of like, especially in this one, there's a lot of walking around the damn school, right? And like keep going back to that over and over again and stuff. And it's like, okay, can we just get back to like the progression stuff? You know what I mean? But uh, the story is is pretty fun on there for sure. Um, I don't know what Saturnalia is, so I'll skip that one. Uh, Signalis, <laughs> I don't know what that is either. Uh, Signalis is a pretty big game, I think. I just can't think of what it is off the top of my head. Uh, Star Ocean: The Divine Force that's coming on the twenty seventh. Another JRPG making its way to Xbox. Yay! Uh, Star Ocean Four: The Last <laughs> Hope was absolutely fantastic. I skipped five. Because of the, uh, there's a lot of bad critiques about it. And I think it was only on PlayStation, if I'm right, at the time, or maybe on PlayStation Switch. I can't remember. Uh, but Star Ocean, The Divine Force, anybody looking forward to that one? Yes. I think the last Star Ocean I played was from the 360. Yeah, that'd be four, which one that Star was. Ocean 4, The Last Hope. Yeah, I played that. And, uh, like, again, I'm a JRPG fucking connoisseur so i grew up on sega <laughs> and nintendo and that's pretty much that's oh, what you had wow. so you know these games appeal to me in a whole different level nostalgia feeling and it's it's quirky and that's what we love right pong correct sir whatever you're talking about <laughs> whatever it is star ocean <laughs> well but and but, the, but the love of psycho xbox shouldn't be investing in japanese games because nobody plays them what are they doing yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, listen when xbox first came out on the og xbox in 2001 a lot of people that were sega fans when it got when they closed up they went to a lot of people went to Xbox yeah. because that's where a lot of Sega games went. So there's a shit ton of Sega fans in the Xbox community, diehards, and uh, the people that say that we uh, that we they shouldn't have, they just need to shut the fuck up. And um, <laughs> that's just how it is. But it's just it's what the numbers say, Psycho. I mean, the numbers speak yeah. for themselves. Nobody on Xbox buys Japanese games. So. Yeah, and the, and I did the fucking numbers. So. Out of if you're trying to talk, there were like okay. four thousand <laughs> talking to my copies dog. of one game, and so it came out to like there was more copies sold of a J- JRPG on Xbox than it was uh, were well I shouldn't say more copies sold, but more players were playing them, so more players bought the game, and 
because of the amount of you know we only have what 55 million consoles out there versus the 140 or 130 something that's on playstation so there's more xbox fans playing jrpgs than there were of uh a higher percentage or whatever, right? Yeah, like, the yeah. percentage rate. Yeah, so right. I think it's you know just for me, it's like Xbox isn't going to get people that like JRPGs and it's their primary game unless they have them, right? So it's like exactly. it makes sense to have them on the platform, you know what I mean? And so they're doing their work to make sure that people know that if you're like JRPGs, that there are on the platform, right? And, and not just RPGs, but a lot of these franchises like the arc system works fighting games and all these other things that are coming so um they're doing a lot of work for that and i want them to continue because it not only benefits me because i get to play those games but it also i think will benefit xbox in the long run and help them become better in those territories and get even more games made from those creators in those territories uh so that would be absolutely awesome square get on board you suck yeah you said sell everything no yeah. Well, look at the 360 era. Look how many people were. Look how many Japanese style games were on the 360, and people loved. So, I mean, does that not count? Oh, that doesn't count because that was two generations ago. Like, come on. Yeah. Th- th- this topic gets me heated, and I start losing my temper and start <laughs> calling people. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Start sounding like a fanboy. Sorry. Uh, Pong, what's up, dude? What is going on, brothers? Great to be here. Psycho, amazing to have you back. Great to hear yeah. your voice. Uh, oh, I was yeah. listening to you guys up until uh, the October 21st date when you guys were going through your game. Yeah, that's that. we got everything after that. Gotham Knights and uh, yeah. Tales from Borderlands, and now we're on Persona. Uh, and yeah, we're, I was going to go through October, November, December. We were already in a little over an hour into the show. And <laughs> we're it only... should speed up after October a little bit. It should. Yeah, <laughs> it should. Yeah, great, um, great to be here, though. Uh, sorry I'm late. So, oh, you're good, um, man. But it's Unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Got an update from Dad, so I was dealing with that as well. Oh, so. no. how, how is he doing? They're, they're hanging tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, no power. Okay. They go oh, see man. Any trucks in the area. Streets are still flooded out. They're mopping out the house, throwing shit out. Oh. And... Um, they lost one freezer, um, and so their last freezer, that doesn't seem like the generator, is giving it enough power to keep it cold. Um, so they're hoping to get power back in the next couple of days. Otherwise, things mm. might get dicey. Mm. So, yeah, I hear you. Right now. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. Well, I hope for the best for them, dude, for sure. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And uh, sorry to you and the fam again, Matt, too, for your day. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And everybody in the community out there that sent their thoughts, uh, appreciate everybody um, um, regarding that, for sure. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's the number one game, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the number one game this year, period. Yeah. Elden Ring's going to be a tough beat, but... <laughs> I, I think this is going to sell more than Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't you know, know how, how many sells... Year, but definitely, yeah, definitely. I think Elden, Elden Ring will win game of the year. Elden Ring million? 16, I think, was the last report or something This like is going to do, like, in the 20s, at least. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to be in the 30s. This might be like Cyberpunk out the gates. It it might have thirteen to fifteen million out the gates first yeah. week. Uh, by the end of the year, I'm thinking this is yeah. like in the twenties at least. And yeah. by next year or sometime in the thirties. It 30s. could even be bigger than that. It could be. This is gonna be the biggest <laughs> I this is gonna be the biggest Call of Duty release of all time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even yeah. after the PlayStation guys do their refunds, 
Oh yes. my god! Yes. <laughs> when, when, those PlayStation all guys those, gonna have massive FOMO. Dude. All of those tens of people cancel their <laughs> college. Yes. Yes. Tens of them still going to be the number one selling game. All tens of them, and they're gonna have FOMO, and they'll be back on it. Well, after all, I've reconsidered my thinking, and you know, this is until the brand. biggest streamer that they watch starts playing Warzone or whatever, then they'll yeah. buy it. You know, so, right? Yeah. Damn well, no, that that it's just them, and there's and these fucking idiots out there. Re- <laughs> I'm going, going to return my copy. Like, listen, you're not hurting Xbox, all right? You're hurting PlayStation when you return that because that's lost revenue <laughs> for them. So you're hurting PlayStation. Just keep that in mind, all right? So if you want to stick it to the man, buy the copy. For PlayStation and not Xbox. It That's also it also help you get your level four uh, support ticket. <laughs> so yes, for nineteen ninety nine, it'll help you get to level four status. So if you do actually have an issue refunding the next game that you try and refund because game because Xbox owns it, you'll get to the front of the queue. Uh, it should have some rare achievements or, or trophies in it because they don't play multiplayer games, so they'll be rare on that system. The <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so one multiplayer game they play is Call of Duty, and, and they play Call of Duty Madden, FIFA, and uh, Destiny. Destiny, yeah, NBA pretty much 2K. NBA Two K. Yeah. Yep. yeah, there's like four or five, you know, primarily, and there there will be others, right? There'll be others, but like these other little quirky ones that come out all the time, they often don't really get played as much, you know, for some reason. Uh, but however, like it's maybe because they have so many good single player games, right? Uh, who knows uh, what why that is? Um, next up, guys, oh, after the Met biggest game of the year, you didn't ask me if I was going to play it. Oh, are you? <laughs> we gonna- know you're going <laughs> to yeah. fucking play it. Dude. Okay, here who is who here is excited for Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two campaign? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, oh, that's right. Campaign comes out a fucking week early, so I'm yeah. gonna get like one day to play Gotham. Nights. Yeah, on fucking the, hell, dude. On the 21st. <laughs> on the 21st, the campaign. You're gonna comes beat up. that campaign in one day. Who are you fooling, Jay? Oh, yeah. the Call of Duty one, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like eight hours later, I'm done. Yeah, like all right. No, I love that. That's like the one thing I love about with Call of Duty is the campaign. I just love the campaign. Just always have, uh, except for Vanguard. I would say Vanguard probably has the worst campaign ever. They did some interesting stuff with the end there, and they tied it into the Modern Warfare lore and stuff. I haven't beaten it, so I don't know. (laughs) Um, So, all right, we got Solar Ash coming to Xbox, which had... What did you call me? When is that? Oh, that's to be announced. How did I scroll down? Oh, that's way after. Okay, hold on. I skipped. I skipped. I'm sorry. Okay, um... Oh, Bayonetta 3 comes out on Switch. Resident, so just throw, yeah. throwing that out there. But uh, Resident Evil Reverse on the 28th. And then there's that a Winter's Expansion. Is That's when that whole like uh, um, like um extended edition of it comes out with all of the yeah. bonuses or whatever. And you get the uh, third-person mode. You get the expansion. Uh, is, her name's Rose, right? Is that right? Uh, featuring... Ro- I believe it's Rose. Um, yes, you are correct. And uh, also, you get the uh reverse stuff in there i think as draw well. me like so. your french girls <laughs> jack oh. um <laughs> it's like rose. draw me like one oh. of your french whores jack um all right anyway we just watched titanic recently so that's october everybody that's october Woo-hoo. damn holy damn 
hour and 13 minutes on October. <laughs> October. Living good. Damn. Again. The month of the back. But there's no yeah. games coming on Xbox. A lot oh, of them are, a lot of those games we mentioned are also in oh, Game Pass. It was clarified this week, Psycho, time and time again, that you all know what we're talking about. First party AAA games. That's what we mean when we say Oh, oh okay. That's been clarified uh, multiple times. Oh, so oh. it has to be first party and AAA. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's only AAA big. We all knew uh, that. Do they have they to be just, third person action yeah. adventure games also? So is like next yeah. <laughs> year's argument going to be? Well, there's no three four three game this year, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> Specific developers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, so I guess games like Sifu don't don't count on the PlayStation, right? Because no, that's not no, first they don't party, count. nor they don't is it AAA. No, they don't count. They don't count. Well, Stray okay. doesn't yeah. count either. Or um, <laughs> Final Fantasy yeah. sixteen or Final Fantasy seven remake or any of those. I guess. Or that that Ronin game that they're going to get from Team Ninja that that won't count either because that's not first party. So yeah. doesn't count. I don't want to hear it's any only... of them say that that's a banger. Nope, not first party. <laughs> Sorry. And it used to only count if it scored a ninety or plus. But that's that's no, but that's, that's changed. That's, this that's year. changed this year. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think one game has scored higher than ninety on PS Five. Uh, and changed. that was a PS Three remake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, got to dig there. So, mm. all right. Now we got November. Shit, we got to get to November faster than we did October. But there's yeah. not as many games. Okay, so I'm skipping this one. Skipping this one. Skipping that one. Humankind coming out to everything. It's also a Game Pass game. Day one. Uh, this Ooh. is a PC Game Pass right now, isn't it? Uh, it might yeah. be. It's coming to PS5, Series X and S, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, but it's in Game Pass Day One, and this is a uh, uh, RTS strategy like style game is it kind of like civilization kinda like civilization yeah. right uh looks pretty cool i'm intrigued by this game it's uh this is launching on november 4th um nice then uh sonic frontiers is also on the 8th um that's yeah. that's another one that i mean just in the back of my mind is slim chance i would think it would be a slim possibility could get a surprise game pass announcement but i don't think it's likely uh, this is a Sega game. It, it, the only reason is because it's Sega, and Sega has that really strong partnership with Xbox right now, and there has been other Sega games go day and date on Game Pass this past uh, year and a half or so. Uh, you have like Total War, um, Warhammer 3, and then you also have uh, Two Point Campus, uh, were two games. Then you also have the yeah, other Total Wars coming. Are, like published by Sega. These are like this is straight Sega games. So that's kind of it's a little different. It is a little I can different. see it eventually coming though. Yeah, I can I mean, see it eventually. Down the road. Sure. But I think they're gonna grab as many sales as possible. Yeah, slim. I mean that's why I said slim. Slim, yeah. slim, slim, slim. The slim the slimest of the slim, but your your Gotham Knights is a better one than Yeah. Yeah, we went over that earlier yeah. as well. Um so, God of War Ragnarok hits for PlayStation November 9th. So it's a big week of games there, guys. You got um, two pretty damn big releases right there, just between Sonic Frontiers and God of War Ragnarok. Uh, you can finally when get. When are we that... getting a Starfield? <laughs> that's that's March next year, <laughs> maybe April, May. I don't know. Damn. Sometime next year. Um, I thought it was November. <laughs> uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn is hitting also on PlayStation. That should be on Xbox Square. Come on. Uh, nope. Valkyrie Elysium is that coming to Xbox? That's also just going to no, PlayStation. Just that's PS5. PS5. Yeah. That's PS5 only. So fucking ridiculous. It didn't. Right? It didn't score well. So nobody's bragging about it yeah. right now. 
So. Yeah. Um, Pentiment. Uh, this Game is of the year. Obsidian's uh, little gem from Josh Sawyer that uh, is actually uh, has more people excited about it after they got hands on with it at uh, Gamescom. Uh, has got created some positive buzz. I've heard other journalists talking about it that got hands on with it and were praising it um, to their audiences as well. Uh, people like Easy Allies and, and things like that who have a uh, channel and stuff. And I think uh, this game's getting a little bit of buzz, even though it's not the biggest game out there. Another Game Pass first party game releasing day one. That could be another potentially critical darling type game, like as Dusk Falls maybe. Kind of a critical hit. Uh, Plague, Plague Tale Requiem, even though it's not first party, could be come uh, kind of associated with Xbox because of the marketing deal and Game Pass Day 1. Uh, maybe another critical success as well. But the, this Pentiment game, I think, is going to catch on with a specific type of audience. And uh, I'm getting more intrigued by it the closer it gets to the release. Uh, so that is actually releasing, again, on November the uh, 15th. So, yeah. Pentiment... Is that your style, Jasper? I know you're super pumped. No. I know. I know, <laughs> um, know Psycho is excited about it. I know Pong's excited about it. But Fuzzy, or, or do you give it a chance? Or? Oh, yeah. Uh, murder mystery kind of, you know, whodunit type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely give it a try. If it's I, like I think a it's going to be one of those that's nominated for Game of the Year, yeah. too. Does it have humor in it? Because I, I would love if this had, like, Monty Python humor mixed in with it. Like, <laughs> I, I think this one takes a much more serious time. I think so, too. Yeah. But it's just, like, the look of it, if it had yeah. Monty Python aspects yeah. to it, I would just be, like, so down for that. Because <laughs> it looks like a Monty Python movie, like, intro. There's there, there's that know? one game on Game Pass that's kind of, like, the same kind of art style and the kind of same yes. kind of play style. I forgot what it's called, like Cavalry or something like Callaway or something. Cavalry is a cavalry something. I thought I it was. I know which else. one you're talking about. Yeah, I had but downloaded for a while. But I yeah. played that one, and that has more of the humor. If you want the yes, humor, that's like kind of with Python. The, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Send me a link, bruh. Because I'm just going to be typing like all these c words trying to find it. <laughs> yeah. No, <it's laughs> uh, game pass. Right on. Uh, Psycho's excited. You're excited though. Which one? Pentiment. Yeah. Yeah. It was intriguing. So I'm definitely uh, going to give it a whirl. Um, Josh Sawyer. I mean, it's a, it's one of those passion projects and those games always tend to be really freaking yeah. good. Creative uh, focused it, games, right? Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's what I like. But I don't need triple A bangers to have a good time. <laughs> bangers. Give me, give me something that has a good story. Uh, I mean, this art style is looks fun, it, just like what you guys said, like the Monty Python little animation thing, like that right there. I was like, I'm fucking sold. I'm like, that's what intrigued intrigued me the most is just mm-hmm. like that art style, and I can just see like little things and just being kind of goofy, uh, in some aspects, you know, maybe some dialogue here and there. But nothing too like zany like Mighty Python, right? Right on, bro. Um, well, that's a, that's going to be an interesting one to see what the response is when that game launches, right? Um, then we got Warzone 2.0, guys. Well, you know what the response is going to be, right? We're going to have screenshots of Pentiment next to God oh, over Ragnarok. You're right. PlayStation first party, a hundred percent. You know what I yes. mean? 
God, you're so right, Pong. I'm I'm gonna share the I first one wait. I see of those. I'm gonna share it with you. <laughs> yeah. Be like, damn, dude, you're right, hundred <laughs> um, percent. So maybe we should share this more screenshots of Forza versus G- GT. In that case, right? Um, or maybe Forza versus Destruction All Stars. How about yep. that? Oh God, that would be go. a better comparison. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised they haven't announced the server shutdown yet destruction yeah. they just yeah. announced an update or like expansion to that game yeah but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah but is this expansion 70 dollars? is it the direct destruction all-stars director's cut remastered edition Re- remade remix remaster yeah. reboot yeah um no it's, it's not hey we got uh one shout out i want to give and say also uh, i've been given a uh, given Gavin, <laughs> I've been Gavin Sagan. Lots of praise, uh, but screw you for not bringing Company Heroes Day One to console. You know, Company Heroes Three is launching on PC on November seventeenth. Um, before they did bring you know the Total War games to PC Game Pass, I would be uh, interested. Company Heroes Two was also in Game Pass on PC. I would think that potentially this game could eventually come to PC Game Pass as well. Um, so keep a lookout for Company Heroes Three. That looks fantastic. Um, I was in their like launch stream debut when they announced it, like watching the chat, and people were like, "What the fuck is this?" Because people forgot what RTS games are, and they expected it to look like <laughs> uh, Call of Duty or some shit like that. And like it's RTS, guys. You don't realize like it's, it's not supposed to be a first person shooter or something, but like um, one of the be- better RTS genres, uh, games, franchises out there. Uh, Sega always putting quality RTS stuff out. Um, so just that was just a side note. We got Pokemon stuff happening on the Switch that month, but then also we got the Dark Goat Sim. The Goat Sim was there. Yeah, where? Right when? after Company Heroes. On the oh, you're right. Goat Simulator <laughs> Three, which is actually been getting a lot of hype. You know, if you like uh, fucking stuff up with, with goats, <laughs> this is your game. And this is they skipped Goat Simulator Two and went straight to Three, so it's that real big leap from one game to the other. You know, so well the last game like, was on 362, so they went a whole yeah. fucking generation, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I think you can control even more than goats in this one, possibly like pigs yeah. and all this kind of stuff. So, um, I know you're going to be playing the shit out of this one, Jasper. This is more up your alley, especially where you're I, from. I, I in actually Kentucky. like the first game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many goats do you have in your front yard? Uh, none. Oh, okay. Sorry. I do know where one is in the city, though. <laughs> <laughs> but we got ghosts that live around us too like so i it's okay what's uh, what's her name when i was a kid our neighbor had an ostrich what, what? your neighbor had an ostrich was it a, what, was what'd, it you, a, what'd, what'd you live what next to spooky down in australia or what were they emus or ostrich no it was an ostrich wow those fucking things are scary did you go taunt it no, I didn't live like it was like a neighbor that was like a mile down the road. It wasn't like right next door, but right on. And we're gonna have a story of Jasper falling off an ostrich. <laughs> like it'll be a new hit song on Sun Speculation. All right, uh, Dark Pits. I'm losing the ability. <laughs> the Dark Pits. <laughs> I'm losing the ability to speak here, guys. Um, the Dark Pictures Anthology: The Devil in Me happens on November 18th. Um, the next up in the series, they continue to put out games frequently and uh, be become a success. So, uh, any fans of the Dark Anthology series here? 
I have not played one. Nope. So. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> it's a popular game. It's though. a great series, I hear. Yeah, it is. I have not Looks potentially cool. played one. Is it fuzzy? You haven't played one either? No. All right. Has anybody here played a Dark Anthology series game before? Pong? Okay. How good are they? Uh, I played it on PS4. Uh, I forget which one it is. Uh, made in Mahan or Medan. Man or Madan or Man whatever. Of, I, I don't remember. Made, made in one. Manhattan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, for the people who like that, yeah, I could see Man why. of Medan. Yeah, you're dead. yeah, Man of it, because it's. I mean, again, it's it's really well done. The writing's really well yeah. done. It's like it's like watching a B campy movie from back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool and making the decisions and all that kind of stuff on the fly. I think they they're cool. They're just again, narrative games are either for me or not. Yeah, and these, yeah. they don't do anything for me. So. Well, we're about to have a couple of exciting games here that I know uh, some of us here are really excited for coming up Hopefully. in November. Um, mm-hmm. uh, nope. Um, <laughs> Evil West are coming on November 22nd. Uh, I have a feeling that's going to become a, more of a hit game than people are anticipating right now. Game Pass, right? No. Not that no, one. Oh, I'm thinking the next one, yeah. The yeah, next one's Game next, Pass. Yeah. yeah. Not this one, uh, but I think because of the type of game this is and when it's launching, and it, this has a chance to have some success. It also looks badass. We keep seeing ACG more gameplay. got a nice preview on it. He got to play it. Did he? Did he say? He really liked, yeah, he, he really liked what he played uh, out of it. He said it's like one of those older action titles yeah. just you know with current grass. He's like, it's not going to blow you away right. at any point. But everything worked really well from what he played. He said this is going to be a fun game. It, it reminds me of a style of game we would get on the 360 PS3 yes. era a lot, yeah, right? But this right. is like an updated, right. like new yeah. take on that genre. Right. And it was, it's, I, like it's refreshing. All last gen. Yeah, yes. it may be refreshing to get something like this, right? So Evil West, man. Check out some gameplay footage of that game, guys, if you haven't seen it. Um, but then there's another one also on the 22nd, Gungrave Gore. Um, this Good. one is Game Pass, and this is all. This is a very action hack and slash game. Another 360 style game. Another one. To get all the two time. on the yes. same like day. Bullet Witch, like Bullet Witch. Remember Bullet Witch back in the day on 360? That was freaking amazing. That's what this game reminds yeah. me of. I can't wait. This game looks sick. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to dive into this 100. Uh, percent um, Game Pass is giving gifts in October, giving gifts in November. Uh, Fuzzy, are you interested in either of those two games? Actually, both of them, but I'll, I'll probably hit up uh, Gungrave Gore first. Just I, I like that art style or that that overall look of a game, and right. I, I'm so surprised that they actually got that in in Game Pass. That's that's uh, one of those that normally you would think that they would have missed out on type of deal, or that it would have been like a PlayStation exclusive type of deal. I'm so glad we're getting them uh, this gen. Yeah, right on, dude. Um... Whew. Yeah, big releases in November so far. We get Ship of Fools, aka Skull and Bones. <laughs> uh, no, Skull and Bones was delayed. There is a game called Ship of Fools uh, that's releasing. I don't know what that is. Also, how many games 22nd. so far in November do we have for Game Pass? Uh, Humankind. Yep. Uh, some of these other ones, I don't know. Like the Entropy Center, I don't know what that is. The Chant, I don't know what that is. Some of those nah, could be. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are smaller games, right? So Humankind. Yep. Um, we have. Uh, Pentiment. Uh, then we have is Goat Simulator three or that's not right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we have uh, Gungrave Gore, football manager 
2023 will probably I think Warhammer one, Dark Tide I think, is PC Game Pass that comes out on the 30th. I, I yeah. think that was uh, announced already, Fuzzy, the football manager was okay. coming to Game Pass, potentially. I'm not 100% on that, but I think it was. Um, Got three. Three or four pretty big releases so far. And the way it goes, usually there's like surprises every week. Or like well, that's what I was going to say. I don't know, you know if you guys talked about it, but we've got the Age Empires four or Age Empires anniversary stream. Yeah, it's coming up. And Jez was talking about it today, and because that console version has got to come out at some point, <laughs> and he said that, well, he's talked about it. He thought it was going to be out already, yeah. but he finally said today that he had originally heard that they were scheduled for quarter four, twenty twenty two. So if they meet that deadline, either November or December, I imagine they're going to be. Yeah. That's what the announcement's going to be on the twenty fifth. I'm a, I'm crossing my yeah. fingers. I remember that the language that Xbox used at the E3 showcase when yes. they announced their lineup of the for the next twelve months. They used the word "and more." Yes. Right yes. at the end of it, so like meaning there's a couple more announcements to come for that slate. Um, which it goes, you know with what we talked about, how there will be a few releases that are announced for Game Pass are going to be surprises. Um, that Gotham Knights prediction, I don't know if it's going to come true. It's just uh, something I, I think would make a lot of sense. But uh, besides that, then there's you know other games that could potentially get announcements for Game Pass. And it happens every month. So it's not like, oh, something surprising is going to happen. No, it's not a surprise that there's going to be surprises on Game Pass because that's a monthly thing now. So I anticipate that happening in October and November and potentially December as well. Uh, yeah. but yeah, we also have Gundam Evolution in coming on uh, November thirtieth. So Gundam fans, that's uh, something you can look forward to. Got it, Steel Rain. Yep. Um, and then Warhammer Forty Thousand Dark Tide, which was pushed out of the uh, console release window for November, uh, still hitting PC Game Pass on November thirtieth. It's still in the Xbox ecosystem. Console version coming later. Still no date on it yet, one hundred percent. But that is going to be a badass game. Uh, and that's on November 30th. So that's still a pretty big release, even though it's for the PC right now. Um, but December, guys, if you thought November was crazy, December's still heating up with some big releases. Maybe mm, not. Most anticipated ones. <laughs> Marvel Midnight Suns is kicking it off on December the 2nd. A lot of us are excited for that game. Um, Psycho, have you warmed up to it at all? Uh, not yet. Um, <laughs> it's just it's one of those it, it's i don't know i i have to see you play it and see how you like it uh i do that a lot, well, a lot of games. Loves it. he says he loves every game yeah I but until he starts game, playing it definitely. he says he loves it until he starts playing it then he's like oh shit i don't love this anymore and then he's then he you beat stopped. saints row yet math no because no. he loves it <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I uh, I'm just gonna wait. If that's okay with you, Map. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get a you get a pass on that, Psycho. You get whatever you want, man. <laughs> uh, um, I'm I'm gonna be back day one on this thing. I think um, at the seventy dollar price tag again for me is like a fuck you type situation again. But you know, like I gotta pay it to play it. You know what I mean? That's just an unfortunate thing and. Uh, this game like could be a dream come true game. I could could end up not becoming what I wanted it to be, but I'm not gonna know unless I actually get my hands on the damn thing and and play it. And uh, it's been I've been more positive on it lately. I think you have two pong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm gonna try to again. It's, it's a great time to be broke. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, like I it doesn't get any better than right now. 
uh, with all these games coming on Game Pass. But I'm gonna try to budget this one, and I'm actually gonna try to budget in the Ultimate Edition um, because this one I do want some of the costumes uh, <laughs> that are part of right. the DLC uh, because <laughs> Magic she has a Phoenix costume, uh, mm. so of course since I can't get Jean Grey. I'll do the next best thing with magic uh, and get her. But yeah, no, I'm back on the train. Uh, like you, Mav, I was off the train, then watching a little bit more. And yeah. again, it's 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 my trust in Firaxis that has mm-hmm. me sold ultimately on this game that they're going to do right. And even with the card system that I'm not happy with, I still think it's got potential. And the fact that I can build my team and I don't have to use characters I don't want to use is cool to me. So I can have my favorite characters out of this bunch. You know, Blade, Wolverine, Magic, plus the custom character that you get to create, which is awesome in a Marvel universe. That you get to got a lot of melee game. there. You might need some range. Oh, I'll get some. Oh, Magic's got range. She's got range. <laughs> she's she's got spells. We we good. So yeah, no. Um, I, I I'm back on the train, and like I said, I think I am actually going to budget in the Ultimate Edition. It comes with three DLC packs. Uh, they're they're going to expand it, which is always awesome. And again, from what Furaxis has done in the past. Those are going to be big DLCs, which is always awesome. So that's what I think I'm shooting for here. Yeah, um, Jasper, not your style style of game. Uh, I'm on the I'm on the train, but I'm like really? one hand on the train. It's like a tactics <laughs> turn based yeah. situation here. You're okay with that? I mean, I like Gears of War. I liked Mario and Rabbits, so it's like, oh yeah, maybe okay. <laughs> maybe you like Diofield Chronicle too. Then no, <laughs> <laughs> like the demo, Jasper. You never know. Just saying. Uh, but you, Fuzz? I'm kind of on the fence. Like, the, the card thing kind of turned me off. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. I I don't think I'm going to be day one, but I probably will wind up picking it up at some point, probably yeah. when it's on sale. Right on. Uh, but there's there's another game that comes out that same day that I'm I'm day one and yeah it's one of those seventy dollars. Oh yeah, box I, games, yeah. So. I know which one you're talking about, and that would be the Callisto Protocol. Fuzz, is that <laughs> it? December second, yeah. a huge release dropping that day, made by the original creators of Dead Space, uh, with a new studio now making this game, and uh, it's got a lot of hype. I think this is going to be one of the bigger releases this year. Um, so you're in on that day one, Fuzz, for sure. Yeah, I I still have it on the wish list for the deluxe edition for the extra costume and or outfit or whatever and something else. I think some yeah. of the weapons. They just but, showed uh, off the physical edition. You get like a statue of like the dude like shooting one of the zombies in the head or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they could recreate the I guess the scene where he throws them into like the, the little grinder thing. That, that that was pretty cool in that last uh updated clip, but yeah, I'm Day one on that. Just not sure if I'm doing the the deluxe yet or not, but I I yeah. think I probably will. I Pong is scared of this game. Yeah, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah. Again, if Steel and I get to one K, he will play it live, and you can watch his ass scream and, and <laughs> yeah. fall out of his chair and throw his controller uh, because that man is as scared of this game as I am. So yeah, if we get to one K and living split screen, he's going to be playing it. But me, nope. Yeah, Jasper doesn't <laughs> get scared. He, he has no emotions. So this is game, bro. (laughs) Psycho, you looking forward to it? Yeah. No. Oh wow. Okay. I'm not like super pumped for it personally. Like I, I think it looks badass. It's just not in my genre wheelhouse. You know. You all not like Dead Space, man. I did never really get into Dead Dead Space. Space. Love Dead Space. I can play Dead Space. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know know. about the new one yet, the remake, but we'll find out. 
Dead Space is one of those guilt games I feel guilty about that I never got into. I tried it a few times playing the first one. I just like could never really get sucked in. Um, and yeah, maybe just for the I time missed that the I first tried one, it. and then I played the second one and third one, and I went back. Right. Yeah, Clitzer Protocol looks better. Yeah, I'm not day one on this at all, right? Uh, but I will play it at some point. I'm going to give it a go at some point, right? Um, Hello Neighbor Two drops on this on December the sixth on everything, um, including Xbox. That's uh, Game Pass, I believe. I think it is probably. Too. Yeah, a lot of most of those games are in Game Pass. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion drops on Xbox uh, December the 13th. Uh, we get this one. <laughs> Why? Why? Because you're they us gotta the prequel. Give us you're giving us a prequel to Final Fantasy VII, and we're never going to see the remake. They're trying this to ma- gauge our interest, Pong. Right, with with garbage, with the left. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's just a uh, rotted carrot instead of a good carrot. Yeah. So, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Are there good but it carrots? won't sell. It doesn't sell. I wonder why. <laughs> we'll feed these little shits the garbage and see if they like it. If they like it, we'll give them the good stuff. I don't know what accent that's even supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 the idiots. It's the idiot language. Um, so high on life, December thirteenth. Uh, this game, I believe, could end up becoming a little controversial. <laughs> Um, get over it. It's already Shootable stirred some kids. controversy, but I, I'm so happy that this game is being made because holy shit, we need a refreshing uh, sense of I don't give a fuck about what's <laughs> what you think. <laughs> We're just gonna have fun and have crazy, stupid nonsense, and uh, this game is all about that. So I, this is gonna be a breath of fresh air for me. I don't know if I'm allowed to stream this without like putting an adults only rating on my stream, but either so. I mean, I'll be able to stream this, but I'll be playing this game, and it's Game Pass Day One. Who's on the high on life train? Well, I think you, I, I am, but me. You, you can kind of <laughs> you can stream some of those games because they're like The Witcher and stuff, where like they fuck in the game. Like people stream that. Like how do they get away with it? That's true. That's true. Um, I I don't know the ratings and uh, like how it works. Sometimes YouTube surprises you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like they'll let me say fuck twenty times during a show, but then like. <laughs> All of a sudden, they could have a problem with it one day if I say that word, you know. Like, you just never know. Um, but yeah, I think uh, High on Life is going to be potentially a very popular game for the sense that it is going to be crazy off the wall humor and stuff. And I think it'll be refreshing for a lot of people. So yep. it's got a chance just with that regard, period. Right. Also, the Rick and Morty crowd bonded. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then to be announced, guys, like, we got a lot of games that are supposed to hit this year that we don't have. If you go down this list, we'll be here for four hours. Well, I'm not going. I'm just scrolling through (laughs) to see if there's any big takeaways. There's one game that we're going to talk about now that is not on this list that is supposedly about to get revealed, and that's also supposed to be coming out in December. And that game is Need for Speed Unbound. Unbound is the uh, (laughs) is the uh, potential name for the for that game, and uh, that's a pretty damn big release in in a. I guess a whole quarter without any other racing games coming out as well. So uh, a return from Need for Speed would be something that's very welcomed. I think at we, this we point. just had Outlaws or whatever come out. Outlaws Dirt Racing. Yeah, fuck that. Game. I don't really know what that <laughs> is. Uh, um, so Need for Speed, man. You guys ready for the comeback? You ready for this reveal? I think it could be this week or next week after that. Hopefully, I'm I'm curious to see the level of customization that they're going with and. 
what was it? Jeff Grubb was the one that made mention of kind of like a Street Fighter esque kind of it's an anime aesthetic. Yeah. So yeah. I'm curious to see how that looks in this. Um but like any any game where you can customize, put different exhausts and whatnot on cars, I I'm I'm gonna be all for it. I just it just feels weird that they're waiting until the last minute. Like they're they're doing like other studios do and have much better success at doing that type of stuff. EA sometimes it feels like if they wait, it's because they know it's not good or something. I don't know. It, I, <laughs> it there's that fear in the back of my mind that they're purposely like holding. Off, but that I, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Like I just kind of have a, a theory that they're kind of doing it like they did Apex, where they announce the game a few days before, and then it just drops to cr- create like a massive hype wave. It's like, oh my god, they just dropped this game, and then it's like out, and then everyone's talking about it for like that day and try to engage more sales that way. I think yeah. that could be like a strategy that EA is kind of looking at and be like, it worked really well for Apex. This game's going good for us. Maybe we can do that with some other games. I hope so. I mean that that would be awesome, but I I don't know. I just. Uh, Need for Speed Heat was, I would say, one of their better ones as of recent. So, hopefully, this just builds from that, and and we'll hopefully find out in the next day or two. I'm I'm looking forward to it either way, though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Jasper, you thinking they're going the hey surprise announcement hype to the max? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we drop the game and it's good, right? Yeah. Good. I just don't know if that works for Need for Speed. Like it works for Battle Royale because it has a lot more players engaging with it. Whereas Need for Speed, if it's there is that kind of that rumor where it could be like a more open world experience online. So maybe they're, they're saying it's focused uh, on multiplayer and meetups mm-hmm. and that kind yeah, of stuff. So if it's like that, maybe it could work for Need for Speed. Yeah. So uh you you hype for this pong? Talked about this last night. I am I'm excited, of course, because it's Need for Speed. And yeah. I can. My history with Need for Speed uh, goes all the way back to the, you know, God, Porsche Unleashed days, even before then. So, yeah, Need for Speed has been always a favorite racing game of mine. And just like we talked last night, just like Battlefield, they've had their downs. Yeah. Um, they've had their downs for a while, and I've always wanted <laughs> to see it come back, right? So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm hesitant because of the fact of how they're doing this, and it's it could go both waves. We've seen it, like Jasper just said, certainly could work. Uh, it could come out, it could look fantastic. It could be everything that I was hoping from a Need for Speed, but it also could come out and be like, yo, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm really curious about the anime uh, aesthetic that they're adding to some of the uh, effects as you drift and flame shooting out your tailpipes and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to work. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful, uh, that EA has gotten back on track. Like you said, last night, Mav, it's being made by Criterion, which has a long history of making great games. Um, so there's always a chance that this is the one that they finally bring Need for Speed back. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it finally showing off, uh, and we'll probably get a really good feel, uh, when they do, uh, do this, uh, announcement finally. So I can't wait. Oof. Yeah, I can't wait either, Brian. Um, we're gonna get one thing to look out for with that game. If you are a Game Pass member, you will uh, a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, you'll get a discount on it. Also, you should get a ten hour trial for it, so Correct. you can uh, try that game before you buy it. Most likely, unless they change that for some reason. Uh, so look out for that as well, everybody. 
Uh, that's been the case on the last Need for Speed games for sure. So, all right. Well, wow. I was I had the idea of kind of going through the holiday season because it's like the last day of September, right? And we're going into October, November, December. That's like the big time for gaming. And I was like, hey, we're going to go through the Xbox releases and all that stuff. I was not expecting it to take an hour and 45 minutes. Holy shit. Uh, what a, uh, what is, without a lot of huge first party games, what, what a lineup still for the next three months, though, for us for stuff to play. You know, the lineup. And we're getting the, we're supposed to get in the Witcher update too, uh, still before the end of the year. Oh, is that no. before the end of this year? Yes. Oh my yes. God. CD Projekt Red confirmed it's still on track. They're going to launch that before the end of the year. And the crazy thing about this, guys, <laughs> is we're, we got up to December with it without a, a stop. This is going to continue into next year, right? Yeah, because the first half so. of 2023 is January. We got crazy. Dead Space, for, at least, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think January may be one of the lighter months, right? But then, like, February, February. March, February. April, May. Like, February's like six months worth. It's just dumb. Right? It's nuts, dude. A lot of that stuff's <laughs> going to get pushed back just for the sake of it, I think. Um, well, moving into the next thing. So I was expecting that to take like 45 minutes or so. Um, <laughs> all right. Now, we got something that I find crazy. You know, we all know the Google Stadia news. Uh, you know, Google Stadia got shut down. Uh, but there's been a lot of talk about it's Xbox's fault. It's Microsoft's fault for Stadia shutting down. It's going to also hurt their chance with regulators, potentially. Some people think... Um, I don't know. I, I would think people are going to try and use it. Uh, I don't know how much uh, educated uh, regulators, if they're actually doing their homework, would actually uh, let it cause any issues, right? But uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff now on, on the internet about, hey, you know, Microsoft killed it because when they bought Bethesda Zenimax, you know, that's what caused Stadia to take a step back. And <laughs> I'm just like, man... Do, do y'all remember all the conversation that everybody had about Stadia when it was first announced and the pricing model that they had? Uh, I would say majority of people were like, wow, this thing is doomed to fail. Yeah. Right? Um, then they announced that they were, had acquired some studios. They brought in some people. Phil Harrison was in charge of this whole thing as well, which we all know he has a great track record. Absolutely right fantastic. That was the end. That was the end. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, fantastic person to put in charge of a gaming division because he has such success in the past with just thing after thing, you know? Um, yeah, with killing just, thing after thing. Right. Uh, so <laughs> bring him in, you know. He knows what not to do, obviously, from his past, so he's not going to make the same mistakes again, uh, obviously, right? Uh, fourth time somebody charm. wrote an article. Who was it that wrote an article today? Was it VGC? I can't remember. Somebody did write. An I article think I saw s- something. You yeah. see that the the, the the wrote an article all on Phil Harrison saying, "How does this guy continue to fail upwards? <laughs> like, how is this even possible?" Right. It's it's crazy. He's the closer. Um, the, you hire him, he closes the doors. He yeah. he closes the deal on getting hired, and he closes the uh, business while he's in charge. And then, I don't know. Like it's it's crazy, but. Um, when they announced the pricing model of Stadia, I mean, it was kind of doomed from the get go, and that was a general consensus. Now we also had hope that maybe they would do good and they would have you know invest more with uh, gaming and getting some exclusive games out there. But nope. Uh, supposedly the they biggest, lost interest in that. Uh, yeah, the biggest exclusive they had was Serious Sam Three, and then that eventually came to Xbox. So. Right, and they had canceled the Kojima game potentially because it wasn't multiplayer. I saw a report on that. I don't know how truthful that is or not, um, but it's interesting, man. Like, as far as Stadia goes, 
I think it's just another chalking up to the Google graveyard. And I remember people telling me this at first, like, hey, this is just going to be another Google graveyard thing. And this is why it's bad for Google to try and try this right now because they're not going to be all in. And it proved out, it proved out that they weren't going to be all in. So uh, why are people thinking this is Microsoft's fault? And why are they thinking that it's going to hurt them with the, uh, with the regulators? Because it coincided when they made decisions to start shutting down their first uh, party studios, their internal studios, and cutting back on what they were doing right after the ZeniMax deal. And obviously, obviously, there's no question that Google at that point got a clear picture as to what it would cost them to get serious. But they were never serious from the beginning. They were dipping their toes in. They wanted to see if they could have some success. They were ahead of their time. I, I don't fault them at all for trying. Again, we've seen Xbox be ahead of their time in a lot of yeah. different areas too. And again, I think it was good that they came in and tried something. I'm not taking away because I think that it maybe have pushed Microsoft to work on xCloud even a little bit more because we've heard Phil mention Google being a competitor when he talked about how Sony isn't our competitor. Google, Amazon, Apple, they're our competitors. So I think at some level, it even pushed Xbox to do more uh, as well. So I think overall, the idea is great. It's fantastic. Supposedly, everybody who played with it, the technology was better than anything else out there right now. Um, So I I think it was good for the industry for them to be here. But the problem being is they were never invested 100%. And and people today in the console war narrative, of course, are going to run with this saying that, you know, Xbox killed off stadia blah 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 but the the consensus was from the beginning because of the business model because everybody knows google's history with this type of new technology it was doomed well no one was going to switch and buy rebuy all their games for cloud that runs potentially worse if you have a bad internet connection it's like correct and all the all the fears of everybody came true but Google did nothing to ease those fears. Again, yes, did they buy a studio here and a studio there? Sure. But that's you can't do that in this industry. And I think Google honestly thought they could do that. But all the, all the talk that we heard is that even to get games to be put on Stadia was costing Google tens of millions of dollars because third-party publishers didn't want to do it because there was no audience there. And if you don't have an audience for these games to have a chance to sell, well, then you're going to have to pay out your butt to get those games over there. And that's what Google was doing. So the only way they were ever going to be able to make an impact with Stadia would be by jumping into the deep end, buying up a publisher or somebody or multiple big studios out there, independent studios, and have some real exclusives that were going to bring customers in because their business model wasn't going to attract anybody. Being all digital, cloud only, wasn't going to attract a large crowd, but they chose their path. And so at the end of the day, like I said, I think all this is part of the console war narrative. They're just trying to run with this because they think it's going to help, uh, you know, it's going to help burn up this ABK deal and that, the, you know, all these regulatory bodies are now going to look at Stadia leaving and be like, oh, see, this is what we're talking about. Xbox is terrible. They're already crushing competition before it begins. That's not going to happen, folks. Okay, that, that, that's that's a bunch of BS here. Uh, because, again, Microsoft, as they educate these regulatory bodies, they're going to be able to show how Google wasn't serious about this from the get-go and what it takes to actually compete in this industry. So um, I think it's just it, it's just a running narrative for the console warriors right now. It's easy pickings to do that. 
um, and to say, see, look, look what Microsoft does. They're bad for the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, whatever. No, Google tried something new. They were ahead of their time. They weren't fully invested. This is the result because this industry doesn't take any prisoners. Okay. This industry is harsh. This industry is tough. It's tough sliding for anybody to try to jump in, especially with new hardware. Um, so this is the end result. They also had a lot of promises early on that it took them years to deliver. And some of them, I don't even know if they ever delivered those promises for uh, Stadia. So like when Stadia came out for the first year and a half, you couldn't even Google search on it. (laughs) It's made by Google. How do you not have a Google search engine? When they when they came out with their new Google, uh, uh, what's the devices they have for the home? Home? Chromecast. Chromecast. When they came out with a newer Chromecast and they didn't have Stadia built in, I was like, it's doomed. Right. Yeah. Like, I was, all the I obvious things that they should have done, they didn't do. Like, I mean, it's just yeah. dumb. I, again, this is Google's history, though. Anybody that's followed Google knows that graveyard in the back is <laughs> big and deep, and there's a lot of buried tech back there. So, this is nothing new. This is nothing new for Google. I think there was like a thing where like if you paid like the higher tier, whatever, you got like 4K 60 streaming, but that like didn't come to like a year later or some shit. So it's like (laughs) it pissed a lot of like the higher tier supporters off. It's like I've been paying for this shit and you're not giving to me. So I'm just going to leave. The the other aspect why I don't think this is going to really fly with like regulators in the industry and stuff is because Google is already still a huge player in gaming period where we even without a successful subscription service. They still have the Google Play Store, yeah. and which is like, okay, you have the Apple Store and you have the Google Store. They have there's only two players in that market really that have any real market share. I mean, like, uh, you can make a case for like smaller storefronts like the Samsung one or like other things like that, but like, dude, nobody uses those, right? It's like either Apple. I used that one time to get a wallpaper, and then <laughs> right, either <laughs> use the Apple Store if you have an Apple phone. Or you use the Google store if you have a Google, if you have an Android phone. Usually that's the way it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that all the mobile games are in that storefront and mobile gaming is massive. Guess what, people? It's bigger than console gaming. I don't, I don't know if that's going to offend anybody out there or, or whatever, but as far as like the amount of people that play... Mobile gaming is a lot more people than that people that play on consoles, right? Bingo. Yeah. So it is a huge, 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 huge market. And Google has pretty much the a half market monopoly because either you have an Apple device or you have an Android device, right? And yep. all the games that are bought on Google go through the Google Play Store, which they get their cut. All of that stuff, right? So... If these new cloud devices that are being put out there, guess what storefronts they're going to be using? Google Play. Google Play. Does Google Play also have a successful sc- subscription service? It does. It's just focused on mobile gaming. The other aspect is who's the main challenger with this whole with this whole thing is Sony, right? And what did Sony tell the regulators? That it's one industry. It's not right. segmented. There's not different industries. Who still holds the market share in those territories that is being the most challenged right now is Sony is number one. So if Sony is out there, number one, they're the main challenger on this. Number one challenger says it's not different industries. It's all one industry. So you're number one as Sony. You're number one 
in the market you're trying to battle against. All Sony cares about is Call of Duty. Right? Google yeah. could try and complain, but then all Microsoft has to say is like, look, what the hell are you talking about? You have like that's a monop- they failed. They didn't have Call of Duty. You have Google's you have the Google Play Store. Every device out there, that's a mobile device, which is way more than there are consoles. Mm-hmm. And which you it won't even allow a sales potentially through your other storefronts on your devices. It goes to the Google store. So what are you talking about? You have a monopoly on your own devices, which has like, a, I don't know the ratio of Apple to, to Android. I think Android has overall lead potentially because yeah, there's much I mean, more. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's like, like 60, 60 30. 40 or something there's like that. much more devices. Like 60, out there. So yeah, you're talking about somebody that has a dominant market position within the storefront of gaming and the, one of the biggest in the biggest market in gaming, which is mobile, right? So I, I just don't understand like where they could have a challenge, especially considering it's one industry, right? Sony said that, Google said that, Apple said that. Other they asked the questions. The regulators asked the questions to all of these uh, players in this. Are they the same market? Or are they separate markets? Everybody's answer uh, that was a major player in this was that they are the same. It's the same market. It's not segmented markets because everybody wants to be able to potentially have a piece of the pie of the other markets, right? That's what. That's why this is because even Google knows that these console style games are going to be eventually viable and playable on their mobile storefronts. They don't want that segmented into a separate industry. They all want it potentially part of the same thing. They don't want to be boxed out into anything, and they don't want to be able to have any regulation coming back at them either, right? That's right. why, like, if they got a checkmate That's on why this Sony thing. said what they said, because they knew they would box themselves into a corner. Right. Because if they ever figure this thing out, they don't want to, they don't want to have to. Play They're going to, they don't have to deal with issues yeah. 10 years from the, down the line when this oh. is their main model. Right. 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 Now, this is Jim Ryan add, gets on the board of the CMAs. Let me, yeah. Let me add this too, because you just touched on it too, Mav. And I saw Spooky in there. I know Asa put out a great um video somebody clipped his his thoughts on it and how Google and Sony might team up now and Google might go after Microsoft because there is there is a hate relationship there for sure i mean again mm-hmm. spooky the one thing i would say is that just like Mav said Google already responded to the Brazil questionnaire and and they were one of the ones that had no problem with it they were one of the ones who actually to Brazil's regulatory body when they were asking about the games and having competition, if Call of Duty was the be-all, end-all, <laughs> Google listed off alternatives to all the different styles of games and said, no, there's competition in all those in all those different genres, that there is no dominating factor, even Call of Duty, as big as it is, Google still looks at it as it's not a dominating game, that it, it's not a singular game that nobody else can compete with. So they've already had their say. So if they try to go back on that now, well, Microsoft can just pull up the Brazil regulators and uh, regulatory questions and be like, uh, they didn't have any problem, so what's going on now? And again, I don't know if Google really wants to open I'm, – I'm sure they do in a way, but Microsoft has got just much ammo because Microsoft wants that Google storefront broken open. Yeah, they want, it, they want it open. They want Apple storefront open. They want Google storefront open. So there's going to be a big war brewing down the road. So I don't know if Google wants to take that shot right now in a losing war because this ABK deal, even if Google and Sony team up, they don't have enough ammo. And they've already, and again, Sony's already cut out the main part, the main weak point in this whole deal. If they were going to attack something like Hogue Law said, 
it would have been to say, no, each one of those xCloud, Game Pass, subscription services, cloud gaming, and console gaming are all separate systems, are all separate ecosystems. That would have been the way to attack. Yeah, because then they could have said they had a monopoly on cloud gaming. Right, right, right. Correct. They could be Mm -hmm. forming a monopoly that nobody else could walk into. But they said no, that's not the case. Like Mav said, so that's all I would say about that. Yeah, it's the other big thing. Mistake on Sony's part, probably. We'll see if they really wanted to stop this, which I don't think they do. They just want a concession on COD. Well, the the other big thing is when you look at Google, who's the most disliked amongst the the UK or the CMA area as far as when it comes to other things in the technology space? It's Google. They're the ones that are always being sued for, you know, infringing uh, matters when it comes to search engine or using their their store and the advantage of their their play store to limit or or make it hard for certain games to compete with their own products within that store. So it, they've already kind of worn their welcome or pissed off enough people in that region. Uh, as the, far the as CMA the CMA has actually bodies. gone after them already for, yeah. for, for this stuff. So if anything, them failing is almost like behind scenes, you would almost see CMA you know, giving high fives to Microsoft. If that was in true, indeed true, the true case that they are the ones that killed them off, they'd be like, hey, how'd you do that? We need to figure this out because they seem to be a problem in these, you know, particular uh, areas of, of commerce. So, And Amazon is still in the game too. And PlayStation is getting more involved with that aspect as yeah. well. And, you know, Apple has their subscription service. Google still has a subscription service with the, with the Google Play uh, subscription mm-hmm. and, and so there's so several different avenues that people aren't thinking about they're only thinking of the uh, console type space yeah. which the stadia was more a competitor to that right with the console streaming and pc streaming as then it was a, a subscription model because guess what stadia really wasn't a subscription model right and that's I the main challenge that people are using against game pass i saw an interesting uh poll someone that was like really big into the google stadia platform he got like a refund for like two thousand something dollars i can't remember his name he was on twitter but he did a poll where he's like, uh, if you were a Stadia user, where do you see yourself going now? He's like, xCloud, Luna, other, and stuff like that. And it's like 80% of it was going to xCloud. So. Yeah. A PC Game Pass is making a lot of moves, too, right? And I think a lot of these gamers are PC gamers first, right? Uh, and a lot of them are e- either PC playing PC and like the option of playing on like a, hey, I have a crappy old laptop, but I can still play badass games on it, right? Or um, potentially having uh, that as an option to play these types of games on a TV, as well uh so x cloud is making that a great option to go to luna is trying to make a play there oh uh, the other one was geforce yeah yeah then there's yeah. nvidia as well right you have these new handheld devices coming out they're going to be uh optional as well we'll see eventually maybe those those will have docks as well too i, I don't know if that'll that'll be a thing but uh mm-hmm. um lots of the industry is changing right it's been a thing for a long time and it's not really news but there's all all this regulation is about figuring out the new rules and uh because microsoft's the leader in that aspect of gaming right now they're being looked at as how to dictate these new rules right and i do think so with google shutting down that this potentially delays the cloud like being is like it's going to delay like the intake of cloud like into modern day like times like it's going to push it back Mm -hmm. a couple years for sure yeah yeah, that's a good unless point. Orion, unless the Orion yeah. tech that that Microsoft and Xbox got from ID does come to fruition, and all of a sudden we see a big jump in 
again, XCloud is okay for me. Uh, yeah. I have some really good experience. I have more good experience than I have bad, but I still do have some bad. But if Orion takes them to the next level, much like Stadia, then we could see that catch up. But yeah, you're right, Jasper. Without Stadia, it is it is a setback for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, so I think we're all in consensus. This is on St- Google. Not on Microsoft. Sure. Look, how, yeah. look how they did the devs. We even talk about the devs coming out and saying nobody yeah. notified us. There's a dev That's that crazy. has a game that was supposed to come out today, I think, or the, the next Hot couple Wheels? days. The Hot Wheels yeah. game was just, they just announced it like yesterday it was coming to Stadia. And then they They're made a funny ass read quote tweet of their own thing with like, <laughs> just like a, look, like a look like, what the hell? What? Yeah. See, and that's the problem. And again, all that ammo, I mean, again, it just builds up like Google. They did. I mean, it's nice that they're refunding everybody. I gave it, I gave them the yeah. props last night for refunding everything. That's something that obviously needed to be done, but not every company. And they're doing that to avoid that. lawsuits, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. In a lot of ways, they probably are. But these devs were hung out to dry. They were absolutely hung out to dry. Now all these devs got to They just wasted millions of dollars, probably. Yeah, to go yeah. find another publisher. I'm sure Sarah Bond. And the team over there, I did. Yeah. Well, a lot of the games are already out. To be honest, the well, even <laughs> the hey, even the hey. dev work to bring it to Stadia would yes. have cost time and resources, right? right? And right. then, okay, right. hey, we're going to bring it to Stadia. Like so Google's like, hey, yeah, come on. Oh, uh, hey guys, uh, I know your game just was announced as coming tomorrow, but we got this news to share that we're not going to exist in a few months. I hope that's okay <laughs> with you that you spent the last year and a half working on this port to bring the game over here. Um, yeah. Is that cool? You good? No? <laughs> and I heard they shut down the store completely, right? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. You can't fair, buy anything. Just bleep. Yeah. You can't buy yeah. anything. Yeah, today, why, why keep it open if you're going to be doing refunds? Do right. Yeah. But those devs, again, so, that's all lost revenue that they didn't account for, right? That's yeah, all yeah. lost revenue. So a there lot was, of them are trying to port these, like users that own these games, over to their existing storefronts like Ubisoft had talked about that. As well as some of the devs said, maybe there's a talk of reimbursement to them, uh, but who knows for sure what's going to go on with that. Yeah, the one dev that Pong, I think you're talking about, it was yeah. coming out in November because the one game uh, by uh, from Alex, uh, I forget the name of it. This starts with a T. I think it was like Trumbull something. But oh, anyways, Tangled Towers or something. Yeah, like Tangled Towers or something. That's that's already on xbox it was he he put out a statement it was just another place to sell their game so it wasn't like no big deal that stadia is like we're done but there were other people that chimed in like you yo we have a game coming out in november what the fuck no i know there was at least one game coming out within the next week that was like caught out of the blue that said what the fuck like yeah really yeah <laughs> thanks well, we saw we saw playstation do something similar when they decided to close the ps3 store down and the psp store because people there were still people making games for the ps3 and, and psp and stuff and they're like well when were you going to tell us yeah it's like if you're closing this down and and you sold us the hardware or the dev kit to make the game could you couldn't you you had to have known like a month ago when when you sold us the hardware to make the game that this was going to happen and then they wound up backtracking and then still they eventually closed the store but it was it, it's a nightmare hopefully these dev teams will be able to recoup some of their their losses by either porting it elsewhere or somehow even with the refund that 
you can use the stadia stuff maybe somebody will figure out how to like mimic it for like i'm sure there's probably a tax write-off or something you can look into <laughs> to yeah. get that back and there's a bunch of the bigger games too uh, i know a lot of the publishers are working on uh ways to get the information or get the saves and stuff they're mm-hmm. trying to be able to get the you know your progress moved over to a different uh, system um mm. Um, like Destiny, like for Cyberpunk example, would be a good already one. Implemented that, so Cyberpunk players on. I think Destiny already transfers progress, though. So. Yeah, yeah. So, but I know there's a couple bigger games that we're trying to yeah. work on that too. I know Assassin's Creed was really big on Stadia. Uh, they always kept promoting that game, so that was that's probably one of the games. How about the Destiny players? Because Destiny was the biggest game on Stadia, so yeah. Destiny's good, right? Well, Destiny already carries over, so yeah, that it does carry really over. Be. That's what yeah. I was, yeah, that's I thought that was the case, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right, big big mess, big mess no, for yeah. sure. But like I said, I'm sure Xbox what? is working those phones and uh, trying to get some of those games over. So I know the Pixel Junk uh, game that was uh, exclusive to Stadia. They already said that they're looking for a new place to put their game, and I'm sure Xbox is all over that. Mm-hmm. Now was um the new uh, Assassin's Creed, or they were making a new uh. Ubisoft was making a uh, something for Stadia. They're making it for Netflix. No, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Okay, okay. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I knew it was a streaming service. I forget which yeah. one it was. Um. So besides that news, you know, uh, we also have another thing. I mean, me and uh, Pong talked about this. this was our big talk topic last night on uh, PM and the PM, and uh, we talked a lot about this Halo rumor uh, revolving Unreal Engine. Um, the BR mode uh, that's supposed to be coming out from Certain Affinity that Certain Affinity recently had talked about and not saying what it was, but they said that they've been working for two years on a big project uh, within Halo Infinite, and it's their number one thing right now that they're working on, and it's their biggest thing they're working on, and they have the creative lead on it as well. Um, and a rumor came out uh, was it was it actually yesterday, the day before that the rumor came out? Was it Tuesday? Maybe I'm not sure, but there's a rumor that came out this week from a YouTuber, uh, Sean Dubs, and immediately thought it was all BS. But it, then Jez got involved. Uh, immediately had said it was uh, not accurate, but then kind of backtracked a little bit. Well, let me look into this a little bit, right? And then he started uh, looking into it and s- seeing what could potentially be true from this. And there was one aspect of this that uh, he believed could potentially hold some weight, um, which was the that Halo BR game that uh, Certain Affinity has not announced yet, uh, Jez has referred to this before also as Project Tatanka, um, would potentially be moving into Unreal Engine 5, which would have caused a year or two, a two or three year actually delay, because uh, I think it was originally slated for 2022, but then this new slate would be 2024 uh, or 5, I think is what it said. Is that right, Pong? Yes, 2024, uh, 2025, right. if the move happened. Yep. Okay, so if this move happened, which uh, Jez said there's reason to believe there was a reset, uh, we don't know 100%. He's trying to still dig and get information. Uh, he actually digged a lot and found a lot of different information out there, uh, as, as opposed to what the specific thing he was looking for uh, that they talked about on Xbox 2 podcast today. I recommend everybody listen to that show because he dropped a lot of little nuggets there. Um, but... Uh, what I want to ask is not necessarily if this is true, because who knows? It's all speculation, right? Uh, big truck assault on this thing. <laughs> but 
how would you feel if the a Halo Five or Halo? Sorry, Halo Halo Infinite VR mode came out and didn't feel like Halo Infinite, right? Would it like it's it's like a different experience, right? Would that be uh, for me? I'm okay with that. I don't want anything in Infinite specifically, like campaign content or multiplayer content. That's within Infinite itself. To, it it to feel all just depends to... on how they transfer your progression. Like if you're going to use your Spartan skins that you already own and stuff, it it should probably feel the same as Infinite. But if you're just going to create like a whole new marketplace and skins and all that stuff like i think it's okay to make it feel a little different i don't i don't think that would be a problem but if right. you're gonna use the same assets and everything i feel like it, it kind of needs to play the same right so this would involve probably having your own progression system i would think within the br mode in itself um although at three bit and our chats did say that unreal engine 4 was used for the armor customization in yeah. in master chief collection right yeah so it's possible they could still get the progression system to work across but still have the assets used in different engines maybe they just have a slightly different look within that, the, within them potentially that's kind of where i'm thinking that maybe this like leak or rumors coming from maybe they're using unreal to build out the kind of the back some end aspects of the game. and unreal's yeah. got mentioned with some things like, right yeah maybe like unreal got popped up and people were just kind of assuming it is switching over mm-hmm. but they're just using that to build some other stuff for the game and not necessarily making the entire game in unreal which would which would fall in line remember who took place as the, as the 343 design lead or the sorry the 343 studio head was the guy that fixed master chief collection yeah right so maybe they took what he learned there using those aspects and like, okay, we're going to use Unreal for these things. Um, and then maybe, okay, a certain affinity starts, okay, well, we're going to use this with our things too. Maybe potentially Unreal has been mentioned with some with some people in the studio and maybe signals got crossed. However, yeah. it's also possible that, you know what? When, when they you start are playing the game of telephone with 500 people in 343, it's going to get messy, you know? Right. <laughs> Three for three is messy to begin with, right? Yeah, uh, certain affinity I wouldn't say is as messy as three for three. And then you they start leaking it to things. a YouTuber that heard it from some other dude that works there. It's like yeah. that whole game is just going to be like miscommunication yeah. up the ass. So, I, but I still want to know that question though. Like, like if Halo Infinite played one way, right, and the BR mode was like felt felt like a different game, but it was still Halo like looking and stuff, right? Like, would that be cool with you? Like, fuzz, like you're not a big Halo. Like gamer to begin with, right? But like, right. is that something you would be more interested in or less? I I think I would at least give it a try. I think the big thing is with with a BR game, it might be uh, used as a hook to attract you know a non traditional player to Halo, so it can feel different to some extent as far as the gunplay. But don't make it so it feels like a completely different game. But it, it there there's some things that should carry over. So that way, when they do get hooked on the BR and they're like, oh, I want to check out what the campaign is like, or I want to see what this other form of multiplayer is like with Forge, it's not like a night and day type of deal. But at least there is some sort of like crossover or cross pollination or however you want to call it type of thing. But um, yeah, I think all this stuff just comes across weird in the sense that they, they let go of the guy. I think that was like the head engineer for the slip space engine. So 
does that mean that they're kind of scrapping it or is it like, all right, dude, you kind of screwed the pooch. We need to move you out. And now we're going to have to, you know, fix this from the inside out kind of thing or whatever the case. That's may the be. thing I've been trying to find out. The, the, and they've been trying to ask questions about that. Right. Also. Yeah. And there's been silence and I, we don't know if the person was replaced. We don't know if there's a search out there for another engine lead. If they, if they have somebody else, like maybe he did his main work or he moved on to a different project or who knows we, none of us know anything about it other than he's not there anymore, right? So yeah. uh, it would be interesting to find out more info about that, but they haven't made it public yet, and maybe it's for a reason. Like, that yeah. is the most interesting thing to connect those dots it, because it's, like, very, like, if it's it's ironic and, coinc- and if it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with, any, to, with the other, then it's very coincidental, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same point, like it doesn't guarantee anything that there that this rumor is true either. You know what maybe I mean? Maybe only, so. maybe only the mainline Halo games needs to play like Halo. Yeah, like, but I would argue 100%. that at the same time that those have changed drastically throughout the years. You go play Halo C to Halo Infinite; it's like yeah. completely different now. So, yeah, I, I, I was I talking say, about that last night, Jasper. Like the mainline Halo games, like I want them to have yeah. that Halo feel. But if you experiment with different studios and doing different things yeah. outside of that with different experiences. I'm cool. I would actually welcome that, 100. Yeah. Um, what about you, Psycho? I was not here. <laughs> remember, I was uh, uh, using a restroom. Uh, what was being said? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was sorry. I didn't see that in the chat. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the um, Halo Infinite uh, bat- battle royale rumor about possible switching of engines for that to be into unreal um how would you feel with a different experience in halo outside of the main campaign using a real unreal engine so we kind of touched on this uh a while back when we heard that unreal engine was uh, a thought and they used a version of it for halo infinite and then they scrapped it and they went to back to slip space or they went to subspace so we've heard you know that it, it's been there because they couldn't get the feel of halo with unreal engine um unless they have found a way to make halo feel like halo within unreal engine then i could see them possibly switching um so just, would you be interested in a Halo BR if it didn't feel like Halo, if it felt like a different experience? Um, well, see, Halo, the thing with the BR, with BR, um, it can feel different because it's a different style game, right. kind of like Halo Wars, uh, kind of like um, uh, even the mobile games. They didn't feel like Halo uh, per se. So That's a different BR, genre, though. Yeah, well, BR is kind of... Yeah, but it's still a first-person shooter at the end of the day. Yeah, but also... It... Call of Duty feels like COD. Battlefield feels like Battlefield. Halo feels like Halo. Those engines, a lot of times, like have a very specific certain feel to them. There's like... A, I connected the dots of the first-person shooters and in the Apex engine. Even a different... Different games completely, right? You got that uh, one from, like, uh, what's the uh, one with the... Uh, max and stuff like that right uh then you got second Titanfall. extinction Titanfall. and then you got hunter as well the i think that one maybe hunter showed it hunt showed is that is, is that, 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 that yeah is that's that cry, that's cry tech, cry tech. it was cry, cry engine 
Okay, so there's two. There's second extinction, and then uh, the other one that uh, that studio made, right? They're using that Apex engine, and they both just like have that same feel with the guns, right? Like arcane games all kind of have a similar feel using the. What engine yeah. do they use? Do we know? Is is some oh. is it Unreal or some special engine like? Our, our arcane. arcane used the void engine back yeah, in the day mm-hmm. i think it's called the void engine but they're void, moving yes. to unreal for redfall right yeah correct yeah. That, that was good correct. maybe the game will actually feel good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my point is like okay so within a halo core experience it's no guarantee that a halo built in a completely new engine for gameplay purposes would feel like halo right and there's no guarantee because a lot of games in unreal feel like unreal games right even though it's very flexible you can have done this different things there's but halo 5 aspects. doesn't feel like halo ce and that's but you the same have to, engine. but there's still like an intrinsic yeah. halo feeling to all of them right that yeah. like they all create somehow i would argue that the slip space is the most halo-y feeling thing ever right within yeah, it within definitely that. feels more like the original than it right. does like halo 5. so sure. the, can they recreate that feeling now here's the thing if within the main game i would think it would matter more if they can't, then in something else, that's a completely different experience or different mode. Because then you're like, hey, this is new. This is different. I'm exploring and we're trying different things with Halo, right? And I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Like, I want id to make a Halo thing, right? That's going to obviously feel different. I want there to be more Halo RTS stuff out there. I want more top down ODST style uh, game. Yeah, I, I want yeah, SWAT based like style game like that. Dude, that'd be amazing. I want all the I want a horror game in the Halo universe. I want all these different things with Halo, right? And obviously you're not going to use the slip space for all that different stuff, right? And if you have different shooters out there within Halo, I'm completely fine with that too. But I would get nervous if the follow up to Halo Infinite or the Halo Infinite campaign content add-ons were all of a sudden different because i would be curious how is it gonna how, how are they gonna maintain that yeah. feeling of halo right no yeah it's that's the thing definitely with uh with slip space it it almost feels that the it was very ambitious and they wanted it like they got it working but it just can't do anything outside of halo uh like the normal shooter (laughs) like you can't add in like if they want to do drop pods if they want to do other elements like that it something is not allowing i think they could it just takes time totally unless it's like really like totally very totally hard to uh build and code for this engine like it's totally like if it's to a point where you need a fucking uh a masters just to build this fucking this goddamn engine um i i I don't know and maybe that's why the guy the the lead uh engine builder was uh let go because it's like you're you're supposed to build an engine that was easy to code for it was easy to to do this and you'd have done the opposite and you know maybe he was on it was like the last panic mode up into uh him leaving that you know he's like fix it and he's like i I can't sorry and then he's like i'm bouncing (laughs) and i mean that's it's just it doesn't (laughs) i fucked it up later everybody (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry. That's what it feels like. I mean, because yeah. it just doesn't feel because uh, there's just like little things that are happening now that, you know, we got the uh, just a little like uh, the the lagging with the desync, bro. Desync. Thank you. I, I fucking spaced out <laughs> desync and all this other shit. It's like something is off because I, I remember that beta when that came out, that beta was fucking amazing. When we played it, I was like, this is the most fucking Halo the Halo's been. Well, the gameplay is still time. good when it's not having the ser- server issues or Honestly, it's I had connections issue during the entire betas. Did See, I, we, I wasn't, we weren't having I don't really I notice it too that. much. It comes up every once in a while. I think the like players like you, Jasper, are more prone <laughs> to notice it a lot more than me. Um, and I think some people use the excuses when they get killed a lot too, like like oh that's because of this also you know. Uh, how, but I will say that like there is some issues obviously with that that need to be addressed. I don't think that's the biggest problem the game has. I think the biggest problem the game has is content, and that's definitely an aspect of it. But that'll get fixed. A lot of a lot of games that is that came up a lot of times when we're playing COD. Also, you know what I mean. All shooters deal with that off and on a lot so i think that's something they'll eventually get fixed but the content problem is the main thing right once they get that addressed yes. uh, i think everything will be all right yeah i think w- the content definitely needs is lacking but uh the th- with sl- slip space they need to it's it's like they it's like they have to go back to the drawing board almost trying to figure this thing out get this engine to a point where anybody can de- develop on it for it and that because you got certain affinity they're like yo we're fucking struggling with this why is it this hard you know what i mean that so something is not adding up um i wish three bit was here because he definitely would know yeah. a lot more in the fine details of what could be uh the reason oh well, actually maybe he's not allowed so i mean yeah but anyways yeah um yeah i don't know i i just wish they had uh the the, the engine running smoothly the, this way you know you know if the content's the only thing that is uh holding you know holding back halos being a really really solid game uh, you know that that's definitely where Microsoft wished uh, they were at, uh, where they you know they just have to make some content uh, and be back on board and start pumping out you know every three months new season, new season, new season, like they promised us. Yeah, that's so, what they're we'll trying see. to get to. So we'll see if they get there. Hey, guess what, guys? My wife's telling me I got in the show because we need to get ice cream, and they <laughs> close in thirty minutes. So. I'm gonna. I, I I'm not gonna. Fucking Uber Eats. I'm not gonna say no. no that shit you can't melt, order bro. ice cream through fucking. Order. You can actually. You, you uh, know how much I fucking. I've done a lot of deliveries with Uber Eats for ice cream. Yeah. So. Seven Eleven, bro. All the time. I mean, picking up Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. So I have no AC, but. Well, uh, Dairy Queen. Also, Dairy Queen deliveries and stuff there for Uber Eats as well. But hey, um, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, we have had. An awesome two and a half hours uh, hanging out with the chat. You if guys, it's snowing, you get rock. free ice cream at Dairy Queen. Do you, do you really? 
Well, shit, that's why we never get free ice cream here because it doesn't <laughs> damn snow here. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to run Not out. Not up in Minnesota. They'd be out of business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to run out and get the ice cream. I'm not going to say no to today. It's fall days especially, right? So we're going to get some ice cream uh, for my wife and daughter and me. I'll I'll, I'll partake. Why not? Um, but let's get everybody out of here to chat. You guys rock. Punk Soul, where can everybody find you, bro? Thanks for hopping in as always, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sorry I'm late again. Uh, great show, brothers. Great to hear everybody talk about some of the topics that Mav and I got down to. There was a lot of news this week that we haven't even touched yet, yeah. but this was a great show. Great breakdown on all the games coming again. It's amazing when you hear them all. Yeah, dude. I love doing that, too. It's like it it really brings it to the forefront. You just don't realize it until you start Mm -hmm. hearing them, right? Like listed out, like exactly what we're doing. I don't know. I'm going to afford all those damn games. It's like so many damn games, right? A lot of them are coming to Game Pass, though, which is great. So, (laughs) but uh, chat, you guys were absolutely amazing. Thank you all for dropping in here, comments in there, and your conversations were awesome, as always. Thank you for being here. Uh, Listen, Pong Soul, Xbox. Pong soul Twitter. We got to get Mav out of here. So tomorrow morning's the time. I didn't get a video out today. It's been a crazy week. Um, but I'll probably have one out in the morning reminding everybody. But please set your reminders and alarms right now for living split screen. Me and my brother from another Steel Rain will be covering all of these topics and more tomorrow morning. 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, 3 p.m. BST time. Be there. Tell a friend. Bring a friend, please. Shop podcast tomorrow night. PTK Blam's channel. Fuzzy Belvedere, myself, and this week we have Web Dave. Outbreak Podcast will be on with us 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. Next week, you know the drill. Tuesdays are all good things green, whether I'm there or not, because it's Double Barrel Game, Mr. Boomstick, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time for Xbox Factor Podcast. Be there every Tuesday afternoon. And then, of course, Thursdays are p.m. in the p.m. Me and Mav, Pong and Mav in the p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time, right here on Fun Speculations Channel. So be there. We had a great show last night. Go watch that. Otherwise, it is the golden age of gaming. People, get out there and enjoy it this weekend. Have a fantastic weekend, whatever you're doing. Play what you love. Love what you play. And we'll talk to you all real, real soon. Heck yeah, man. And uh, awesome to have you back here this week, Psycho. Uh, Tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and all that good stuff. Chat, thanks for coming out. You guys are phenomenal. Love y'all. And uh, Tatalos, na malaka. You know, so okay. find me. Yeah, you know what's up. Uh, you find me social media everywhere. So Psychonauts 8, you can find me Monday, 10 o'clock on FSP. And uh, Friday, and here Friday. And then something else. I'll have to uh, get with some people and I'll be two shows i'll be doing here in a little couple weeks so yeah keep an eye out for that awesome dude i uh, can't wait to hear more about that um and fuzzy the always fuzzy one himself keeping it calm cool and relaxed where can everybody find you sir uh, just thank you for having me thanks for everybody that joined us tonight uh you can find me on twitter fuzzy underscore belvedere uh, like Pong said, uh, the shop podcast tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PTK Blam's channel. Uh, like uh, Psychonaut said on Monday, FSP at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then back here uh, next week at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fun Speculations channel for Xbox Ultimate with the family. Don't forget your new show with Boom on Monday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Monday, uh, <laughs> no, no. time. And um, uh, uh, what is it? The, the 
uh, lunch break special and um, on Friday mornings, breakfast with boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Yeah, right on, dude. Um, and the Lord Master himself, uh, one man wrecking crew, in Call of Duty. Where can everybody find you? Yep. Um, you can check me out, Lord Jasper on Twitter, Lord Master Jasper on YouTube. I'll be posting some more Call of Duty clips where uh, Mav exposed me. I got to back up that, uh, right. put some proof out. And so stay for that this weekend. I'll be putting that out and check that out. That's, that's about it. Everyone said everything else. So. Yeah, right on, guys. I uh, appreciate you guys as well, always for partaking in our conversations and being a part of what we do here on the channel. You guys freaking rock. Thanks for your time. Um, and chat, uh, again, amazing. Thanks for everybody, again, for the well wishes and support that y'all showed on Twitter today uh, with the loss that we had. But um means a lot, you know, uh, to see people come out and just give their condolences and all that kind of stuff. So thank you for that. Thank you for being here for everything we do. Uh, thank you. Like and share, subscribe, all that kind of stuff as well. All the channel members love you. You freaking rock as well. Uh, all the speculators out there. And uh, hey, um, we'll be back as always with more content this weekend. Going to be streaming some games. Uh, Mondays, FSP, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Thursday nights, Pong and I, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Friday's always here on Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Uh, always make sure as well if you aren't. That you do are I can't even speak. I, I got I got ice cream on the brain. Remember that I this show is also on uh on audio platforms as well, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all that kind of stuff. So if you uh don't aren't able to catch the show live, you can always catch it on the or replay that way while you're driving or whatever it is you like to do. Um and then also uh we do have a supporter out there on audio uh platforms as well. So shout out to the supporters out there on audio. If you want to support the show on the audio platforms as well, uh, there is a link on anchor.fm. Uh, so you can find that on Twitter and everything as well. I appreciate you guys. You freaking rock. Love you. Have a good one. Take it easy. Bye. Go play Please. Hard Space Shipbreaker. Shipbreaker. <laughs> Please Ship Guardians. ALDS champions. Woo. What?